in five, four, three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Welcome in, everybody. It is Wednesday, September 13th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show. We are coming to you once again from the world-renowned University of Louisville College of Business Studios, the remote studios in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Speaking of world-renowned, hey, Cards fans. UVL's nationally ranked and globally recognized, not just nationally ranked, but also globally recognized 20-month professional MBA combines the experience of a top-rated program with the convenience of evening classes Learn from world-class faculty as well as regional and national business leaders and connect with industry experts. Expand your professional network, hone your skills, and advance your career without interrupting it. Get started today and earn your MBA. Visit business.louisville.edu for more information. We're on the air today from 3.06 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the eastern and western hemispheres. You know us better as the Big X. It's Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey on a feel-good Wednesday, getting ready for the weekend. It's that middle of the week. We've got to, reaction is done from the weekend that was. We're not yet ready to fully dive into this weekend against Indiana, even though we did a little bit yesterday with the whole scheduling stuff. That means we're going to get weird. It's Weird Wednesday. We're back. We'll get a little bit off topic, although we do have things to discuss today. But Weird Wednesday, open to you on the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. We want your thoughts, your questions, your comments, your concerns, your topic ideas, your criticisms, your whatever at 502-414-1450. Trevor Kelsey, how are you, my friend? You look lovely. I live for a while for Weird Wednesdays. I mean, we had a weird Monday already, pretty much. We did. Well, so. two third, a third of a weird. So it wasn't, it wasn't too weird. Saturday was more, trust me, it was weirder than Monday. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, last night, uh, not too bad. Got home a little late with the bats. Bats had a little rain delay. Got the snot kicked out of them. By, yeah, you'd, by, you'd, you'd, you'd a lengthy Tuesday night. So. Yeah, not too bad. But I got home and watched, uh, I don't know, I guess I texted you this. I don't, I don't remember what night it was now. That I guess like E has like marathon like say by the way marathons on at night. I did, that night I turned it on to fall asleep too. Yeah, I, I, what I what night was that Friday night or set was it over the weekend? I can't remember what night I know I sent that to you. It was last week. It was, was okay. I think it was like Thursday or Friday. Okay, well, it, was, it was during the week because I, I fell asleep to the one where uh, Zach makes up Bambi as the fake girlfriend for yes. free, <laughs> and he has to dress up like Bambi at the end. All just to get his science project done. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> Well, last night wasn't much better because uh, I guess they do run marathons like weeknights now, or maybe even seven days a week, for all I know. But uh, props to E on that one. 
And last night I got home and uh, watched. It was the volleyball game at the summer camp at the summer job at the classic episode where, where they bring in the guy six ten. This one's for the car. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they have to get big people. Then the sand hurts his feet. I really, w- I, I, I'm, I'm really curious how the six ten dude and Kelly's date ever went. Did they ever even go on the date? No, absolutely not. Like he broke his foot, and they're like, "We're not dating you now." He's done. I was just teasing you. Yeah, he's out of the picture. <laughs> uh, and I, I love the fact that you're buying a car, a Mustang for fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Like where am I? Where in California? Wherever Malibu. <laughs> yeah, of all places. That's like something you buy, like in maybe North Dakota. Like you find it like Bismarck or something. And at the Malibu Sands Resort. <laughs> so uh, I watched that one, and the one after that was the one that you love very. Uh, it's very close to your heart. The Zach the knee surgery. Ah, uh, classic. Very They're good. Gonna hack Zach. We're gonna hack Zach. <laughs> and he runs in the building. Yeah. What jersey number does Zach wear? I have the jersey. I believe it's. It was retired. Throw it into his locker. I have the, actually. I have the jersey. Is it thirty-two? No, that was that was uh, Slater. Is it twenty? You're getting closer. Is twenty-two? You're getting closer. It's still. not twenty-three. No, it's not. What is it? 25? Twenty-five. I've got. I actually have the jersey. I wear it on vacation every year. But his, again, I'm not a numbers guy. I need to rewind it because he he retires it and holds up twenty-five. But I could have swore Zach's wearing double zero when they're at the max. Rashad Brooks. Maybe you I, never know. Switch to Jason Osborne. So uh, yeah, it's that. Those were the two on last night, and of course, you know, Lisa's the candy striper. We could see Lisa's mom, which is nice. Yeah, I think it's the only episode that she's in. Uh, she, is it really? No, she helps deliver uh, Belding's baby. I think. I think she's at the hospital for that. I thought Belding had the baby in the, in the elevator. He does, but then they go to the hospital. Oh, uh, okay. And I'm, what, is she not in the one where they crash the car, or is that just the dad? Oh, good question. Or is the dad the one where she runs up the credit card? The dad's bills? the credit card one. Okay, when she when Lisa, they wrecked the car Lisa, though, I can't remember. Lisa, I can't remember either. <laughs> Lisa, no one boss casa. Or maybe when they wrecked the car, that's 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 Zach's parents. You get to see finally. You see, you never see them during the whole surgery. Well, you see Zach's mom during the attic episode. You see his dad a couple times after that. There are multiple episodes where the, the parents are in, and in the reboot, the actual parents are back. Okay, because it's not them. the same dad. Because you do meet the dad in the Indiana ones too. Yeah, it's a, Brief, the, the other ones don't count. Okay, that, they don't count at all for anything? That's Zach's real life. Everything else is just a dream. That's okay. the big theory. That's the big conspiracy theory. <laughs> so Zach, So the high school years are the, are the real life. Everything else, college and middle school are dreams. No, middle school is the real life. And then the, the whole conspiracy theory is that everything post Good Morning Miss Bliss is a dream. Because, look, he's in Indiana. He's kind of like a dumb kid on Miss Bliss. He's not like the cool kid. In his dream, he's in California. Yeah. He can stop time. He's the coolest kid in school. He dates the hottest chick in school. So are you, are you telling me in Indiana he's like really doesn't like Mikey since he didn't make the cut? Yeah, Mikey's Mikey's gone. And Nikki, too. <laughs> yeah, Nikki's out. Nikki got cut, too. Yeah. And then, yeah, all, miraculously, there's a really hot chick that's there. The same <laughs> principle there is, though, is somehow in California. Anyway. Poor Jander, like Milo, was it, got fired? Yeah, Milo's done. The other teacher, uh, well, all the teachers, I guess, Bliss and uh, the other one got let go. Yeah. Replaced by Mr. Tuttle, but yes. Yeah, so, so Mr. Belding had to take French and got a C plus. I like it's he's whining about getting a C plus in his math test. It's like, dude, you're the principal. Just tell him to give him an A. All right, we got to flip the page here. That's All right, sorry. Say by the bell. I, yeah. I, I never thought I'd say that, but it, it is. That's why I fell asleep watching last night. Very early again, about one o'clock. Let's flip the page. Well, you are well rested today. I am. That's why you're so chipper? Back to back days of twelve hours plus sleep. I mean, I just I don't know what I'm gonna do with all this energy. I don't know either. I wish you'd give some to me. Um, I'm working on not using that rascal at the, at the, at the, at the, at the zoo. zoo. Yeah, I meant to bring this up yesterday. I did bring it up off air. 
I did finally see where you struck the skunk on Friday night. <laughs> and the, the word obliterate was not overused here. The carcass is still there, well, what's you, left of it. And there's a lengthy trail where you can tell it was just like stuck to your car yeah, no. and rolling over and over. The it, giant wet spot. Or the, like, yes, it's still there. Yeah, no. It rained fairly heavily yesterday before I left. Did not affect the, the, the carcass at all or the trail. It's still it, – that is carnage out there. I think there was some like – Left like it, some of it splattered up onto my car. Like, I'm I, not trying to sound disgusting, I but I feel like this was like an evisceration of incineration. Yeah, that's why I was like, I went and I, I went and got my car washed. Uh, I was uh, the other night, so uh, on Sunday night, so it was like because it was like I, I couldn't get the smell of my car, it was like stuck to it like the BO in Seinfeld. Now, I couldn't smell it though coming down the street. I think the smell's gone though. Thank god, but yeah, the, I, uh, I never smell the remnants are still there. We've got lots to talk about today. <laughs> well, bad had to clean that up. We've got, uh, unfortunately, but it, but actually fortunately for a Wednesday show, we've got basketball news that people want to discuss. We're going to get to that. We've got uh, Louisville and Stanford repping the ACC already together. I think this is the next great rivalry in, in the conference. We're going to talk about that. We, I call, we called that, right? I think it's happening. Yeah, we, 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 we called it the, the, the battle for Cardinal. we got volleyball tonight, UofLUK, nationally televised, 8 o'clock at the KFC Yum Center. we got that to talk about. But to start today's show, I, I've got an issue. Oh, I like issues. I've got an issue. I've talked about my daughter on the show a decent amount. Just turned four. Very sweet. When she's when everything's going well, she's the <laughs> she's the best child in the world. She has unfortunately, she's her mother's daughter. When in terms of like, she does not handle adversity very well. We've we've discussed this before. She, yeah, she gets frustrated very easily, and when she gets frustrated, it's not like. Oh no! Like, can you please help me with this? It's full on meltdown. The other night, she had a meltdown because she doesn't know how to read. We've never worked with her on reading. She knows her ABCs. We haven't like you don't learn reading really until what, like first grade, late oh, kindergarten. I don't know. Some, in some cases, a lot later for some adults. Yeah, she just turned. Yeah, you, you just got it <laughs> covered before you took the ACT. But she was like, she flipped out because she's looking at this flyer and she'd gotten a card in the mail and she didn't know how to read it. I'm like, well, you know, yeah, I don't know why you just expected that you could magically read, but it doesn't go through her mind that way. So. We'd known that like, there was one day she had, a, she had a bad day at school where she just came in in a bad mood. We knew it was going to be bad, and sure enough, she had a couple of, of episodes. Her teachers are great with her. Her teachers are awesome. You know, they, they talk to us about when she does get a little frustrated. They work with her. They talk about when she's sweet and all this stuff. But today we got her, her September progress report came in. And I knew it was going. You know, they're always going to lead with the, especially in preschool. They're going to lead with the the positive, right? Mm-hmm. She's you know she's got a lot of friends. She really seems to enjoy the classroom. She's you know she's so sweet, she, sociable. Yeah, she does all this stuff. Like she's yeah. you know, getting more and more. But then we got to the middle part, which is what well, I knew it was coming. And I'm going to read word for word here. Virginia can get frustrated easily and struggles to accept accept help from us when she needs it. She likes to issue, quote, threats. <laughs> <laughs> they quoted that? To deflect the struggles. What kind of threats does a four-year-old give? For example. <laughs> okay, thank quote, you. Quote, <laughs> if you make me use those scissors, I'm going to leave this class, oh. exclamation point, end uh, quote. I'm, I'm glad that was how that ended up. It could have been yeah, worse with I, the scissors. I got worried there for a second. <laughs> I, rem- I knew that there was a rough day with the scissors a few weeks ago. She's The other thing is she's left-handed, and she's, it, uh, she, it takes her longer for her. You know, her mind's in one place. Her skills are Are you remarried left-handed? Place. My mother. My mom is. So it just skipped. Okay. Yeah. Left, that's got to be that's, that's gotta be, I, that's gotta be tough for a lefty when that age. But yeah, the fact that she would say, I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to use these scissors, and if you make me, I'm going to leave this class, did not shock me at all. 
Did she ever walk out? <laughs> no, but today she was like, I don't want to go to school. And it was the first time we've had that going on. It was just, yeah, she, they, they had said, the problem with the, the scissors thing was she'd gotten scissors for her birthday. She's big on like crafts and, and doing stuff like that. And uh, they, they were, we had unknowingly, I say we, I'm, I'm trying to be nice here. Mary had unknowingly bought wow. like not the kids scissors. Throw her under the bus. Throw her under the bus right off the bat. Wow. She had, un- she had unknowingly bought, like, they, they were built as kid scissors, but they aren't, like, the, the types with the dull ends. Like, they're, they're, they were razor sharp. Oh, so, they had to be, yeah, the kids get the ones with the rounded edge, right? Yeah, they bas- but these were, like, not that. They, they were sharp, and they were just smaller. So she wanted to open the scissors the day after her birthday. This was a school day. It was, like, Monday, last week. Yeah, and can. she's like, yeah, and, and I'm like, you know, we, we, we'll work with these later and all this stuff. And, you know, she saw on the box that it said for ages four and up. And she had just turned four years old. So she was like, oh, that, that's me. Cool. Oh, that she reads. Yeah. She, she saw that she could see four. <laughs> yeah. She sees four. And I'm like, yeah. She's that like, part you understood, huh? <laughs> she, I mean, she looked at it and she said, these are for four-year-olds. I'm like, you're, you're right, four and up. So she goes to school that day. And it just happens to be that that day they're, they're introducing scissors. And the scissors have the, the dull edges. The kids, yeah, yeah, the, kids the rounded end, yeah. So Virginia, because she's left-handed and she's got, like, right-handed scissors and all, it's like she's, she's struggling with it. And she kind of flips out about it, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, no. And they're like, can we help you? And she's like, no, these are three-year-old scissors. I use four-year-old scissors, and my mommy and daddy are going to teach me how to use them when I get home. And she kind of, like, like throws the scissors down. I was like, oh, good well, Lord. That's <laughs> good God. Like, I, she well, just, less than one, we don't throw scissors, honey. <laughs> we've got to, yeah, and we, we kind of had to talk to the teacher. We're like, we, we, we get it. Like, you know, we, we go through this at home. We've tried different techniques. We will definitely let you know if we ever find something that works because we, I mean, she's, you talk about, like, learned behavior versus inherent behavior. We have a video of her when she's probably nine months old. And she's trying to put two pieces of Legos together and not getting it. And she does the exact same frustration things that she does today. Like, it's the same mannerisms, the same voice. Like, she has just always been this way. And it's going to be. We really need John to be chill is the point of this. Like, Virginia's great most of the time. But we need John to be chill all the time. He's going to have to be our relaxing kid. Because I think Virginia's going <laughs> to she's going to be hilarious. But there are going to be some difficult times ahead. She's very sweet. But she does not handle when she doesn't know things like in the snap of a finger. She just kind of loses it, which is exactly how Mary is. That's not a good sign for the teenage years. It, the teenage years are going to be rough. Yeah, it's, I've already prepared myself. I mean, yeah, she'll be very fun to hang out with in her twenties. Yeah, well, the I agree. Teenage yeah. years are going to be very tough. When yeah, you've 20, yeah, still be she's going to be popular. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's going to be rough. teenage years. Yeah, the 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 over emotions and yeah, that's going to be. Oh, she's threatening teachers at four. Is what I got out of today's progress report. <laughs> Well, oh, man, you might want to keep those livers clean, uh, that liver and kidney clean for now, because when she hits her teens, you're going to destroy them with the alcohol. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to do. So that was that was a nice little Saturday afternoon to spend, like or, or <laughs> September afternoon to spend. All I saw was like Mary texting me, and she's like, "OMG, VA's re- progress report," and I was like, "Oh God, you, you know it's not going to be." I mean, it's not the worst thing. It could be a lot worse. It's not, but it's preschool. They're not going to be like your child's a demon child. She's failing everything. Well, you, you have you have you have birthed the Antichrist. Yeah. <laughs> We don't know what to do with her. Please She's check for 666 tattoos. <laughs> We're ready to kick her out of class. Did it's you get just, kicked out of preschool? No. Well, actually, I've got a friend who did at one point. Say, he you... ripped his teacher's earrings through her ears. Oh, what's... It's actually my best friend who, who did that. And, and what prison is he in now? Uh, he actually is very successful. And, and He's he a came, tattoo artist. He was on... He, <laughs> so he lives, he lives in Michigan. He went to the Tigers-Reds game last night and was like... like Full center on the broadcast when they came back from the third inning. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like because he's wearing a red shirt, uh, so that was cool to see him last night. And he brought home a victory. 
when he, when he got to the game, we were down three nothing. We ended up uh, you know winning six five in extra innings. Are you saying he ripped away that that victory? I'm saying yeah, <laughs> ripped it ripped it through the years. I mean, I thought I was Retro bad as like an adolescent wearing like a shirt with like boobies on it. Well, that's not great. <laughs> I mean, for real, by comparison to ripping earring, it's also somewhere <laughs> where a parent probably should have stepped in. I love you, Nancy, but you probably you wearing a <laughs> a booby shirt as a kid <laughs> is not all on you. I'm fair. She wasn't paying. She's working to. Jim Porter. She, she, by the time she woke up, I was already, <laughs> I was already been kicked out of school. <laughs> well, that's kind of what I'm talking about. <laughs> God love Grandma. She was as nice as she was naive. <laughs> that's fine. There's nothing I got away with way too much. Hey, did you see the story while we're on non sequiturs? So the guy who, the murderer who escaped from prison has been on the, the lam for 13 days. Got How have I not seen this? I, I have no idea, honestly. I mean, he, where did he escape from? Prison. Like, I mean, that was prison, though. Uh, the, the one in, what, Vermont? We were just talking about Vermont yesterday, and you didn't bring this up? Rules don't apply in Vermont. Vermont, we were just well, talking I'm about I'm not sure Vermont. if that's where he escaped from. You were driven near, like, near a, a city has a prison, and all over this highway signs, it's like, please do not pick no, up Philadelphia, hitchhikers. sorry, Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, okay, that, that makes, makes more sense. sense. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. Danilo uh, Calvicante <laughs> is the killer's name. Philadelphia area prison, escaped in late August, been on the run for 13 days, and like he, he killed multiple people, and their families were terrified, unknowing. Oh, understandably. So it's, not, it's not a horrible story. But they, they caught him, and there was a video today of all the, the, the officers, and it's like 35 people. Like take, they take him, and they get him in the middle and take like this big group picture with him, which one, <laughs> I'm not sure we should be celebrating the fact that it took you this long to get him, and you only caught him because somebody happened to bump into him and tipped you off where he was. As I mentioned, should we, can, can we throw in the fact that he escaped your prison? That's, that's a thing. I mean, that's, I mean, that's almost, that's like, isn't that like the, in the hangover where they, the cops lose their car, they don't really want it to be public? Like it does, isn't that kind of an, and it's an embarrassment, right? It's like blowing a three-run lead in the ninth, and then your, your teammates bail you out by scoring four in the, in the extra innings, and you're like, they give you the game ball. That's not really how it works. <laughs> so they take yeah. the picture. They take the picture with him, and I, I'm I'm shocked at how I know he's in handcuffs. But I'm like, he's better at taking group pictures than my kids are. Like we can't get our, <laughs> our kids to sit. So like, if I'm that guy, I'm like, no, I'm flopping around. I'm go, I'm doing what you do. I'm going full dead weight. But they uh, they caught this guy that took a picture with him. If you escape from prison, what's your go-to move? How do you stay? How, how do you evade authorities for at least two weeks? Because I feel like I'd be terrible at this. I love how he's, first of all, he's wearing the same Eagles shirt I have. Is he wearing an Eagles shirt? <laughs> he's wearing an Eagles championship Super Bowl shirt. <laughs> I've got that shirt. Is the Erd so good shirt? In fact, I'm not going to lie. That's the one. That's the one of the shirts that I had on the Gene Snyder. They got lost. I had like three versions of Maybe it. Maybe that's where he got it. <laughs> that's, that looks like it. No, I can see the logo clear as day on the on the front of his chest. Um, uh, he's actually wearing a partly hoodie. Never mind. It's a, I see a better closer shot. It's not the same one, but it's still, uh, he's wearing prop. <laughs> shout out to the Eagles, there, buddy. <laughs> um, how do you hide? I'm on, I'm curious how he escaped. Like, cause I've watched. I mean, I, I've, I've seen Shawshank a billion times. Escape from Alcatraz is a good movie in the '70s. Like. I was at the, I stopped at the store the other day and this guy at the counter was watching Prison Break. Like I, I'm like, how did he get out? Like we did, had the escape in Louisville if you remember a few months ago. Like I was, we, we couldn't find him for like the full day. He just like basically when they were transporting him, he like kicked the door open. Okay, like did I see? I, I'm just like I want to see like find out he dressed up as like a nurse and snuck out with like the, you know, with, with the medical services or something. Or you he really hit, do just let. 
<laughs> he, he dug the a hole. Dictate your, your I am. I want one day for these prisoners to tell me they got out in a movie style fashion. So the yes. description is that he crab walked up to the roof in an inmate exercise area. <laughs> you, I'm same, having a hard time visualizing. The same this. crab walk you think I want to race you in? <laughs> I I need to see the the workout facility. To really understand how this happened. That's another thing I never understood about prisons. And maybe this is where movies distract me. Because I was I was watching American History X last week. Can we stay focused? I am. This is about prisons. Well, I want to know how you how you would... You haven't answered the question. What's that? How, if you got... If you escaped from jail, what's your first move? You're going to get a billion dollars if you can stay... And, and your freedom if you can stay free for a week. Where do you go? What do you do? Arby's. That's not a great great move. It's I mean, the first place they would look. That or probably a strip club. It's the second place they would look for you. Well, I mean, I'm a prisoner. The third place would be right here. Clearly, I'm in prison. I've been caught. I'm not very smart, dude. But you're smart <laughs> enough to escape. Possibly, depending on what my scheme was. Are you? I mean, you're you're not changing your identity, your look at all. I mean, uh, I guess yeah. I go Richard Kimball. I'll, I'll shave the beard and, and shave the head. I'm just holding your hand through this entire thing. You got to come up with some fresh ideas. Come on. I mean, what, what, I don't know. What, I don't know. I've never been in prison. The closest I've come to is turning, you know, in lockdown. Well, you have been in prison. No, it was just, it wasn't prison. That was that was county. It's jail. It's, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same. Not the same at all. If you were if you were putting like a. Uh, if you if you were putting like high school jug or whatever, and that's high school prisons, that count you were in prison? Well, no. Okay, see. I, I mean, once again, <laughs> I think there's some false equivalency happening right here. Or what would you do? Shine the light on you there, buddy. I'm shaving, shaving first. Okay, Kimball. Okay, we agreed on that. I don't have. I mean, I, the you hair. Have no money. The hair is a killer here. I mean, do you, do you try to like like draw like a lime beard on you to make it look diff- even more different? Well, I'm already a Cards fan, right? Uh, oh, now they look like a UK fan. I mean, do you, if he's a diehard Eagles fan, maybe take off his sweatshirt. I mean, this guy's got dreadlocks too, which is probably not. A, I mean, he could have probably cut something. Is there a casual acquaintance that you feel like would house you in this? Like somebody that you don't that, like, not one of your best friends. That the authorities would immediately go to, but someone who you know you don't know well enough, but you feel like they they'd be open to this. I mean, if I'm you, I'm calling Graveyard Girl. <laughs> She's probably the first one. She's down. <laughs> the, the, the house She'll shoot. kill somebody for you if she needs to. <laughs> and you haven't talked to her in like 12 years, so you're good. I just saw the video of the, quote, crab walking up the wall, by the way. How's it look? It's very, it's not like the crab walk I'm picturing. He like he just kind of like walks up the wall. I don't know how now. I guess he goes over the door. Do they not have it like secured? This is the most bizarre looking prison I've ever seen. Not a very, it's on court TV. You're really not doing a good job at engaging the conversation here. What'd you say? I know. <laughs> you got me distracted by this. Anyway, I'm sorry. All right. I guess we'll take a break. I just, I don't know. I, I've never, I, I guess I would just, I mean, where would you go? I mean, a live, somewhere open 24 hours? That's the question I'm asking. I mean, I, I mean, maybe, maybe my dealers. I don't know. I mean, I'm, you want to go somewhere <laughs> that's not suspicious. Well, I'm assuming the cops don't know him. Otherwise, he wouldn't still be in business. Yeah, that's true. There you go. There you uh, see, I think things through. Yeah, clearly. We'll take a break. When we come back, we have, uh, we'll have we talk about this Louisville Live news, the UofL press release about the men's basketball red-white scrimmage, what it means, what it doesn't mean, your reaction to all that good stuff. It's the Wednesday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show. It rolls on next here on 1450 and 96.1. Big X. Yeah, 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 the way it is. It's the hardest part. Every day you see. 
back in. Wednesday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450-961. The Big X. Getting excited for tonight's big volleyball showdown between the Cards and the Cats. Number two, Louisville hosting number 21, Kentucky, at the KFC Yum Center. 8 p.m. is when the match is going to start. National TV. If you're going to the KFC Yum Center, it's going to be a red out. Wear red. Be loud. Be proud. Let's win this third straight game uh, over Kentucky. Let's keep the dominance in state going. And let's continue our march towards potentially being the number one team in the country, uh, seeing how things go moving forward. We're excited about that. We're excited about uh, – we'll get to the Louisville Live stuff here in a second. Trevor, you sent me something last night, and we do have to talk about this. You sent me – because you answered off-air the questions that I had last night when you sent me this. It is the – we just had the 20th anniversary for my Trinity class, which was actually – technically it was last year. We were, I graduated in 03, but they celebrated it, I think, last weekend. Didn't I Didn't go? go. Didn't go. Why not? Yeah, I mean, most of the people that like most of my friends were were not going. There were a couple people that I would have liked to have seen, but for the most part, like you this, still talk to people you went to high school with, though, don't you? A lot of them, yeah. yeah, I see, I mean, yeah. And in this day and age, it's so much easier to keep up with people than it was like in my brother's generation, like or mine. Basically, anybody that I wanted to keep up with after high school, it was pretty easy for me to keep up with them. And if I didn't want to keep up with them, then I, you know, I didn't have to. There are a few people that I'm like, yeah, I'd like to see what they're what's going on with them. But for the most part, like. Because of social media and because of you know text messaging and all this stuff, like I kind of know what everybody's doing right now that I'm that I'm friends with. Like I remember my my older brothers because we have that gap. My oldest brother is exactly 15 years older than me, and the other one is, is 12 years older than me. And I remember them saying, you know, once you get older, like you know, you're, you're probably not going to be friends with anybody from high school outside of maybe one or two people. It's just the way that it works. Like my best friends, by and large, are still like my my closest friends from like growing up and, and through high school, which is a cool thing, but I think it was made easier because we could always keep in touch with each other through you know, back in the day it was AIM, then it was text messaging. But so I, I didn't go to the arena. I would have liked to have gone and seen the inside of Trinity, but uh, saw the pictures. That's cool. But you now have your 25th anniversary coming up, and you sent me the little flyer that, that, that got sent out, and it, you know, it said we're it's having – It's a Facebook page. It's a Facebook page, the little thing saying 25th anniversary. It's going to be this month. We're going to go to the, the homecoming game. We're going to you know, do all this stuff. And it had you know, this list of people. We can't come in con- – we don't have information on these people. If you know their whereabouts and their contact information, please let us know. And I looked, and I didn't see your name on there. So I'm like, oh, they've no, got – No, know a few of them. Yeah, so I was like, they've got Trevor's information. So he, he's on the list, and he sent this out. <laughs> and then I was like, well, Trevor didn't graduate from Wagner technically. Well, technically. You left, what, the beginning of your junior year? Early junior year, yeah. Early junior years – you dropped out. You went back and you got your GED. And went I, was like, to, I went to JCHS where a majority of my, my cl- graduating class was already there anyway. Yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, it's so nice of them to still include Trevor on this. And then you told me off air, no, no, that, that wasn't actually sent to you. It was you, you got it off the Facebook page, somebody else's Facebook page. Yeah, a buddy of mine I went to school with that did graduate. And so now the question becomes – if you show up to this thing, are you technically crashing your, your 25th uh, well, high school reunion? Well, <laughs> and because there was a post on the the actual page. There's only been like two posts on the Facebook page. That the one I sent you, and then one I think it was last night where whoever whoever's putting this together, I don't know. You saw their email, which is like a UK fan or something. It's a hotmail too, which makes me worry oh, a little boy. bit. Did you? I don't know if you saw that on the the text I sent you. I didn't see it. It's like, you know, for any questions, email, like, it's like UK fan 5 at Hotmail or something. 
it's like, it's like <laughs> drunk Wagner high grad 24-7. I'm just saying hot mess. <laughs> so I had a hot meal one time. Uh, I think Renshaw still uses his hot meal. I still use my AOL. Yeah, you do. Uh, so, I, so, I, so I saw this again last night, and it was just like, you know, if you haven't reached out to me or you haven't received any information, uh, or uh, make sure I, some some people have told me my, my emails have gone to your spam mail, spam, uh, junk mail, which, what a shock. You're using a hot mail account. Of course, it's going to junk mail in 2023. And uh, that's when I saw that, and I'm like, okay. And I remember, and I was like, I, I sent you the text, just joking, like, look, it's happening. Even though I'd seen it a couple of weeks ago, like last week, I think it was. And then I started thinking to myself, I was like, should I email them or message them? Like, you can message the Facebook controller or email this person, and be like, I, I kind of want to, I want to go, but like, I didn't technically graduate. Like, am I allowed to go? Am, am I like, am I kind of like, you know, like, Standby seating to see if you know some of the graduates don't make it and I can make it, like or do I should show up? Which which one do I do? Let me just say this, and I say that also. I want to add. I think we should do the show at Wagner that night <laughs> from the from the game. Right? You're just trying to show off. It's like, see, Julie, you thought I'd never amount to anything. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> what do you think? I'm, of course, I'm trying to show off. <laughs> Come on, dude. It's not that hot. It's how obvious was it? I do sports radio on a third-tier station in a non-top 50 market. Suck it. He met Master B. Has <laughs> <laughs> his number. Has his number. Oh, don't, don't think I want to be pulling out my Marshall Falk's number and Yao Ming's out of my phone. <laughs> All the ones I took, I took from Scott Badgett. Here's what I'll say to answer your question. So I dropped out of law school after the first year. Okay. This will technically be the 10-year reunion of the class that I would have graduated in. Okay. If they're planning some sort of reunion, I'm not going. Okay, but you would – how many – The 10-year law school How many years reunion. is law school? Three. Is that that's the same amount of time for me? I was no, there – No, you, you finished half. If you if we want to do percentages. Well, maybe even a little more than half because I did become a senior officially at JCHS. So I did a little bit over 33%. You did like a little bit over like, what, 54%. Oh, are you asking or telling? Remember what I did in math on the ACT already? Well, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> okay. You, did, you, you completed more of high school at Wagner than I completed of law school at UofL for Woo-hoo! sure. So <laughs> there's that. Suck it. I'm still <laughs> – I would still say, I mean, if you want to go to your reunion – <laughs> Is there some sort of wait list that you can get on? I thought you were making a fat joke for a second. No. <laughs> That's what you're going to do for a minute. Like, wait a second. Oh, what if you just showed up and they're like furious about it? They're like, no, <laughs> no. I mean, whoever's running it's like Mary, uh, what's her name, and uh, the yearbook girl from uh, from King Early Way. She's just like, this is anarchy. You're not on the list. There's not a seat at Saints for you. <laughs> you just get like thrown out. We, I had tickets for all the the, the, the people here for the game. I'm gonna take it for you. How are you gonna get in the game? I'm like I don't, I don't know. Here's five dollars. <laughs> the old football captain is like, Trevor. I think you need to leave. Just in your face. <laughs> we were gonna, we were gonna, <laughs> that is gonna be worse. I'm gonna be there and just no one even noticed. <laughs> it's just like it's just, it's just like the ACT all over again. We, it's like they're like we thought you were just some random guy hanging yeah, out. We thought you we thought you had a kid at the game. <laughs> we thought you had was your kid playing center. He looks just like you. And I'm looking like oh good lord. <laughs> Who's homecoming against by the way? Um. I don't. I don't know. Come on, you should. Did, did it say on the text? I don't know. I just it said homecoming game. I think so too. And it says we're going to walk around this, the Wagner and see how it's changed and take a memories. Well, you've already done that. You did that. Last yeah, week. no. That's why I was kind of like I can skip that part, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I just did that recently and learned. You know. Um. Yeah. It just does. 
it just says kickoff Wagner's homecoming at 730. And then uh, apparently we're all going to a St. Matthew's bar for night. We're catching up and reminiscing. Like, what am I going to do when they start talking about graduation day? <laughs> <laughs> or anything after sophomore year. Junior year. No, you didn't make it through junior year. Well, I started it. You started it. That's like, I mean, second semester junior year stories, are, you're not going to have anything to add. I think two of my classes my junior year I had mostly with freshmen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should go to the 23-year reunion. <laughs> so, yeah, so I mean, I mean, I can just show up, right? <laughs> I don't think you've been listening to my to my opinion. Can't just on tell this. my. Can't just pick one of the random names. I, what if I take the yearbook from the guy I bought off eBay and say this is mine and show it and show it's like and play, play off as him? Is this a, is this game? His on name's September twenty ninth. For the record, his name is on the list of people they haven't reached. <laughs> is this game September twenty ninth? Um, it is. That's their next home game, and it's against the Fighting Nick Roushes of DeSales. Ooh. That's that's. You picked Deborah Homecoming. Yeah, it's a little. Then again, I mean, we were. Poor South hasn't been that good recently. It's, well, I mean, it tells me we're like it's like our sixth homecoming game for everyone else's homecoming. Yeah. It's gotta be bad. Can you imagine school having to be like the visiting team like four homecomings in one year. It'd be tough. That would be a little. That'd be a little you know, like, hit on the ego, right? It'd be tough. Maybe Roush can go with me. That you're in. The Roush one. <laughs> this is Nick Roush. All right, let's talk about the, the, the big piece of news in the world of UL, UFL athletics today. You got some, if you have advice for Trevor, 502-414-1450, the Thornton Stacks line. So we've gotten this question, I'd say periodically for like the last month, two or three times a, a week since then, people asking, what's the deal with Louisville Live? We've heard no details. And my response this entire time has been, well, at first it was, I'm assuming there's not going to be a Louisville Live because – we would have heard something by now. There would have been some planning. There would, there would have been some debating. And then uh, the last two weeks, I, my, my answer has been, I've talked to somebody, and there's not going to be a Louisville Live. It's, it sounds set in stone. They're not going to do this thing. Today we get the official word, and it, it happens in a press release about the red-white scrimmage that's going to – they're still doing the red-white scrimmage at the KFC Yum Center. It's going to be on October uh, 11th. That's a Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Um, that's happening. You get free tickets if you're a season ticket holder. $10 tickets for everybody else. But they they slip in in the middle of the release a single line that says, UofL will not host the preseason event Louisville Live this season, opting to take a break from the event before determining the next iteration. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's your take on that? Bye-bye um, Louisville Live forever? You don't think it's coming back? I mean, what? No, I mean, what the next iteration? I mean, are they just revamping it? Are we are we are we doing like a whole like like a, a remake of this? How, how different are we going to make it? How I mean, did you did you not remember it was coming up? Did you just fear that no one was going to be there? Now, this has been the unofficial kickoff event for the last four years. Outside of the in 2020, we didn't do it because COVID. Yeah. But they did it the first time was Chris Mack's first year. They did it at 4th Street Live. It was, a, I think, a pleasant surprise how successful it was. They did it again. They ran it back at 4th Street Live the next year. Again, it was good. You got uh, Aiden Gahan was there. People, Students are chanting his name. We end up getting him to sign. Helps a little is decent as well. Yeah, we, we don't have one during the COVID year. We come back which with, with what ended up being Max last year. We have it at Churchill Downs. It's a very cool spectacle. The sunset is perfect. Yeah. All the people are, are stopping by. Very successful event. And then last year, because Churchill Downs is, you know, they hate the pores and they're revamping their paddock, we can't have it at Churchill, so we go to for, uh, we go to Louisville Slugger Field, which seems like it's a it's a good idea. It seems like it's a cool setup. 
it no, ends no. up being yeah kind of kind of a cluster the 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 seating for the fans that could barely see the court it's it's away from everybody you got way too many people out there with mics the, the team is it was just kind of disorganized what didn't go great also i mean recruits are canceling at the last second but still this has become an event that i think the fans have enjoyed it's cool to have an unofficial kickoff event we've been i think we kind of were jealous of some school i mean every big school does something like this you got hoosier hysteria mm-hmm. you've got uh, big blue madness you've got the jayhawk kansas has their event where snoop dog comes out and shoots money at strippers on poles and somehow they don't get in trouble for that um like every big program God does help me, something I'd go to kansas yeah does something <laughs> like this and I, I think that we kind of enjoyed it. it also up until last year it had been a useful recruiting tool now it's it's gone and you know, the timing seems Interesting. It certainly seems like if everything had gone swimmingly last year at both the event and with the actual season, that we would have just probably kept this thing rolling. But I think that you have to assume, and I look, I, I, I've talked to somebody at UofL, I'm going I'm to say what they had to say in a second, but I'm, I'm assuming that there was concern about the attendance, that whether or not people would show up, Obviously, how energetic the people who did show up would be. Maybe if they're energetic in the wrong ways. That's what I was going to say. The backlash of Fire K, P Chance, or something, something along. You I know. can't imagine that would happen. But I don't either. But it's a concern. I mean, that yeah. would because that. I mean, that is a huge headline. All this, all, all that way. Like, I think that that probably went to everybody's mind. I think also just the organization of it was maybe they thought it was the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. But it does strike me as as odd that we're just kind of like, nope, not doing it. It because. What it says to the outside observer, and again, I'm going to say what, what UofL, what their explanation of it is in a second. But for somebody who doesn't know anything, who's just looking at this, trying to be objective, it kind of looks like the UofL staff and everybody associated are, are just throwing their hands up and being like, we know where this is headed. We've just kind of accepted it before the season even starts. That, that's the feel, right? Yeah. We're, not, we're not recruiting well. We just lost our top recruit from last year to, to Australia. The last guy that we brought in isn't eligible. We won four games last year. People think that we're going to like have a losing record again this year. We're probably going to be picked to finish 13th or 14th in the ACC. Why even bother? Like, like wh- Why go through all the gusto? Let's just kind of get this thing over with and let's move on. That's the, I mean, There is an no, overwhelming feeling like that right now. Am I wrong? No, you're not. And, and, and the fact that all those things you mentioned, are, which are valid reasons, and I can understand if Josh Hurts probably saying them out loud or around everyone else, you know, of why not to do this. But the sad thing is, is that these are all legitimate reasons about a program that has maybe one of the best fan bases, top five, top ten fan bases in the country. Hardcore fan bases of college basketball nonetheless. And you still have, and I mean. This is the market in that, the country for yeah. college basketball. And you're, wor- and, you're, and, you're, and you're worried that people may not show up to a thing for, their, for the, the, the city's team. Or if they do show up, they're going to be anti-negative, which – I mean, that in itself should tell you, like, where am I sitting is with our program? I mean, 10 years ago, we're getting 10, 15,000 people for the red-white scrimmage. Like, that's – people are just desperate for any taste of basketball. And, I I mean, I know you feel the lack of engagement. I feel the lack of engagement. You, you do have a group of diehard fans that are like, I, I think this team can overachieve. Um, I mean, the number of people who are saying I think they can overachieve to the point of being a good NCAA tournament team that can do some damage there I think are dwindling – but shouldn't you do something like this for them at least? You would think. I mean, if they're li- still literally hanging on to that after what we saw last season and are still like that like gung ho about things, I mean, which you know, God love you. I mean, that's that's fine. But 
I mean, dude, I mean, and I, I mean, you don't have to go. You don't have to go to Slugger Field. You don't have to go to Churchill Downs. Take it back to Fourth Street Live. I'm sure it's. I mean, you can you can tone it down by doing it there. I would assume to a, maybe a smaller degree, right? If nothing else, doing it this year in some way, shape, or form helps establish this as a tradition that that we you know we've done this since whenever. Like we, we can keep going. Like it's just something for the fans. We do this, rain or shine, good times or bad times. We're gonna have a Louisville Live, and it's gonna be. It, I get that these events aren't the types of recruiting tools that they used to be because of NIL. It still means something. I mean, you're still going to have some of the best and brightest in the, the next three classes are going to go to Big Blue Madness. Yeah. Is that going to be more of a determining factor for where they're going to go to school than their NIL offers or, or uh, other things? Well, what, 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 better way, what better way to skip NIL, grease the palms with NIL than at Global Live? I mean, you know, we, I mean, we had Jack Harlow last year. We had all that good stuff. Like that should have made an impression, even if it is in, in, in an NIL era. Yeah, like, Dugan, you, this is the second day in a row that you've said anti-negative, by the way. What's that? That you've said anti-negative. You used that phrase. Don't be so anti-negative, Dugan. Yeah, you're, you're, yesterday I think you're like, I don't mean to be anti-negative. I'm like, is that, is that me positive? <laughs> <laughs> That's for you to decide. But here's, this is what UofL has said. UofL, they wanted to make it, they want to make it clear this was not Kenny Payne's decision. I feel worse about my, my possible English and reading test results. Okay. <laughs> they, they want to make it clear that this is not Kenny Payne's decision. Because I think that that was the the easy takeaway. Is that KP, he doesn't like all this. Like he's, he wants to just focus on the season, all this stuff. Like, this is his call. They're like, no. You have, according to U of L, and you, you can take all this for what it's worth. They're saying, before last year's event even happened, they started having discussions about possibly taking a year off trying to figure out what they want the event to be like going forward. It's been good, but they've gotten to the cycle of where they want to top themselves every year. And, you know, that's getting more and more difficult. Well, that's just, that's also Especially fun. at a time right now where, like, look, you don't have the type of connection with the fan base that you've had for basically, you know, any other time over the last 50 years. They did bring up, I mean, I think UofL also sees recruiting changing and this not being, you know, these flashy events not resonating as much with recruits like NIL opportunities do. And, you know, they're really trying to build up the red-white event, having fan interaction. They're going to do an autograph session after the red-white game. Um, you know, they're making it free for season ticket holders. That, that, you know, they're trying to make that happen. They said Jeff Wallace also was involved in this decision because that was one of my primary concerns too was this is such a cool – preseason spotlight for the women's team, that they're involved in this, a program that, I mean, let's be real, right now deserves more shine than the men's program's getting. They've been way more successful for the last four or five years than the men's program has been, and it's cool that they get to be involved and, and you know, do all this stuff, and I was, I thought they would be hurting, but UofL saying Jeff Walls was, was, was fine with this. He was involved in this as well. Um, so they're trying to... How much of that do you really believe, though? How, how much do you believe this is not Louisville maybe covering up for KP a little bit? I think there's probably something to that. I'm just being honest. Like, I know, if, so am I. I mean, I had you, no proof you of it. people are listening, the people that I've talked to today, if you're listening and you, know, you want to correct, like, I, it's just my belief. I know you've got a job to do. I've got a job to do, too. I think that there's probably something to that. I, I don't think that this is all. I mean, if you're U of L and you, you're mad, you think that, I think that, a lot of people think that. It's hard not to think that from, from our perspective, though. The, the best way I can sum it up is by reiterating what I've already said. Uh, my belief is that if Louisville had had a good year last year in year one under Kenny Payne. If things were going well with the program, recruiting's going as well as we hoped, we overachieved on the court last year, we're killing in the transfer portal, a lot of people think that we can be an NCAA tournament team this year, and we're picked to finish like 6th, 7th in the ACC. I think you have a Louisville Live right now. 
I think that this is a direct, you know, they can say that they had talked about this before last year's event. I think this is a direct ramification of going 4-28 and last season and all the upheaval amongst the fan base and people not having a whole lot of faith in where the program's going. Do you agree? I, yeah, I think it's 100% that. I mean, how, who are we not to think that they notified Flowers of this and that's when he decided to go to Australia? Well, I don't think that that's <laughs> He was like, no Louisville Live. I love Louisville Live. I love Louisville. Why do you think I showed up to the school? I put that Instagram video of me practicing for Louisville Live. <laughs> well, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to Australia. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this. If I can't hang out with Jack Harlow, then what is this all been <laughs> for? Tell me he's not even signed here. I mean, I've been bragging. I think I got a prom date. Uh, no, it's I, it, there's, listen, Nick can sit there and, and tell me it's not and give me the political answer. Your sources can tell you whatever. They won't tell me, but they can think I'm say I'm lying. But yeah, I, I, you're gonna. It's really hard to convince me that this is not the result of a bad a bad season and fear of backlash because there's like you said the 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 the, the, the that's what I'm looking for. Not anti negative. The excitement going into next year is as low as it's probably ever been going into a season, maybe. It makes it more difficult for me to buy, too, the fact that Kenny Payne, I think he was asked about Louisville Live very early on, one of the first interviews that he did after he got the job, and he talked about his desire to keep the event going and how it had been a positive for the program and how he thought it's something that they could just expand upon. Like, you had all of that, and now you're saying, well, we've, we've been talking for a while about just not doing this. I'm, I, it makes it more difficult to believe and we're talking about the Kenny Payne, qu- who doesn't like being in the spotlight. So, I mean, who's the, how have we not to expect that he has more pull and not wanting this to happen to anyone yeah, else? Yeah, I mean, I think the spin, if you're trying to paint this as a positive, if you're a UofL fan who's, who's still very much believing in the future of the program under Payne, you're saying he, he wants to cut out all the fluff. It's all about winning, all the, the off-the-court nonsense. He, he's, just, he's focused on getting the job done. That's where he is. I mean, I think that's a little silly when you look at all the major programs that do something like this and the fact that it's just it's two hours on a, a day that like happens right before you kick off the official start of practice. Like that's how so much more time you need to focus. You've got four wins. Dude. Yeah, that's the, I, <laughs> I, that's the spin, though. That's, that's what you're going on. The last question to end the hour. Do you think there should be a Louisville Live this year? Yes. If, if you're running L, do you, Trevor Kelsey, keep this event going? Yeah, because if anything, it can – it can spin some people who are negative, probably not me, but some of the people are on my level of negativity. And maybe, I mean, because Little Live is going to make a lot of some things look better than maybe it really is. I mean, it's, it's an open, it's like a practice. It's like the red-white game in a way, you know, with, with flashy lights. and, and, and Celebration of basketball. Celebration, yeah. So, yeah, I would do it. I mean, now I would I would maybe go back to like 4th Street Live or somewhere, you know, where you don't have to put as much, yeah. you know, effort into the whole shebang like you do at Churchill Downs in Louisville Slugger Field. But yeah, I would definitely do it. I think I think this is actually more so a reason to do it off of what happened last year. Like you want you want to give people a, a and even if it is a false hope, and I think it would be a false hope, but a false hope of of excitement of maybe what's to come in the season. You get you know you get the kids out there, and you, you know you got you know somebody you know, a couple of them hitting some threes, and we got guys maybe doing a dunk that actually is over somebody or. You know, we see a little some some two on two good basketball. We start getting a little, you know, blind excitement going. Maybe this season's not going to be as bad as it was. Maybe, maybe you know, look, you know, Hanley Huffman looked pretty good out there. He was hitting some jump shots. Maybe we are going to. That that's what we kind of need right now. I think because we right. have no other. We where are we going to get that from right now? Recruiting? No. I mean, the best thing we can get from recruiting for for a 
you know, a bump of excitement is Tyler Johnson maybe actually being eligible. I think you're right in saying if you're going to do it this year, you have to move it back to a smaller location. No, yeah, just because on 4th Street Live. Like the, the optics of having a half-full stadium at Louisville Slugger Field or like five people surrounding yeah. the court would be bad, and, and you want to avoid that. And at 4th Street Live, if you have, as long as you have like three rows deep of people, which you're going to get, just people, people wandering around or exactly. stop up and see it, yeah. it's going to look fine on TV and it'll look good to the, the, the players and all that good stuff. So I, I, I see, I, I can see that being the case. I think... My issue with not doing it this year is not even necessarily that it's something good for the fans or the, the recruiting bonus or whatever. It's the, the it gives the impression that you're waving the white flag. Yeah, it right? does. It's a good like, point. That's the way that it feels to me. And whether it's true or not, it gives the impression that like we've tried, nothing seems to be going right. <laughs> Nothing's really worked out for us over the last year and a half. And it reminds me of when. I hate to even draw this comparison because we're all hoping that this is going to work out and that this is just you know, all this talk is just nonsense and the team's going to overachieve and we've got the right guy. But it reminds me a little bit of what people said during the 2018 Bobby Petrino season when you know we, we lost that game to Florida State and the players right. are like, we had on the in the workout rooms, the locker room, they had this updated board where they would have like the special teams player of the week who made the play of the week, the offensive player of the week, and after the Florida State game, they just stopped updating it. And that's when all the players were like, well, I mean, if these guys don't care. Like, they're, they're not even trying anymore. Why are we going to give maximum effort? I'm not saying that's exactly what's happening here. I'm saying in this specific instance, that's kind of what it feels like. Like, we don't need to go out of our way to do this big thing because things aren't going great here and we're a little bit worried about it. Now, I do like that they're, they're making the red-white scrimmage more of an interactive event, yeah. but the red-white scrimmage attendance has been dwindling for years. Even, and I think even if, the, if KP, KP was doing great, it's not an event that draws the same types of people that it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. And and, and, and not just a little live business, not just always for the fans. I mean, I'm sure the kids probably, the team probably loves doing it. It sure it, seems it, like it. It gives them like a nice little excitement. It's like, you know, in Armageddon when they're, you know, we got, they're stressed out. They're about to go have to save the world. Let's give them 10 grand and send them over to the club. It's a nice kind of a, a break for them of probably having to work and, and, and be in practice and, you know, have a good two hours and deal with some have people who are supporting you because, the people who show up there are going to be the ones that are, are, are kind of you know more positive, obviously. And you know you can goof around, have a good time, do some dunks, shoot some things. I mean, be appreciative, be appreciated. Yes, there'll probably be some maybe negatives out there, but I, I don't think it would be overwhelming. Most of it be towards your coach anyway. Well, it's not still, it's still not going to be good for the players. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully no negativity. Would, but, but I mean, but it matters. Right? It's not happening. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, yeah, this is bad. I don't know. I, I'm not believing that this is UofL's decision. I believe this is KP wanting this. Take a break. When we come back, 4 o'clock hour is up. We'll turn things over to you guys on the Thornton's text line with your thoughts on this and other matters at 502-414-1450. Happy Weird Wednesday to you. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1, the big X. <laughs>
Show Wednesday. Satchmo. It's Miles Davis, baby. I'm Miles. This is uh, the Kind of Blue album. It's uh, this, I did the shuffle. This came up. She could distinguish Miles from Coltrane. <laughs> Actually, this is going to blow your mind, probably. When I was in school, and I was like doing what I would do is like studying or homework, I would always put this album on. I like that. So this is the, the probably the most popular song off the album, which is called So What? So What? Don't like, I don't really listen to a lot of jazz, but I do love the, this. What's one album I could listen to all the time? I there love you it. go. Great S- album. Smooth TK. Little Miles Davis kind of blue out there. Make Four sure o'clock blue. hour here, the Mike Rutherford Show on a Wednesday on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. We've been talking a little Louisville Live, the cancellation, the red-white scrimmage, uh, Trevor's class reunion. Is he uh, allowed to go if he didn't graduate? <laughs> Breaking out of prison, where will we go, what will we do? All that good stuff is happening. We want to hear your thoughts on it all at 502-414-1450. It's the Thornton's text line. Don't forget your daughter going My daughter crazy with scissors. Cra- going, yeah, threatening teachers with scissors, <laughs> apparently. Scissors. <laughs> Not really, but kind of. Is all this connected? Is it all connected? No. <laughs> but could it be? Sure. Texture says, no love alive seems like just another warning of what's to come. That's from Chris the Plumber. It does. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying that that's the reality of the situation. U of L, you know, could very easily be just totally open and honest. This was going to be canceled, even if we'd won the national title last year. But the optics of it kind of feel like it's all just another little, it's another check mark on the we should all be panicking checklist. I mean, I know that I, I get to you couldn't have one for COVID, but how are you supposed to like actually start a tradition when you, you're quitting it after like four years? After four years. That's not that's 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 not gonna work. That's like us doing a bit on here. We'll do it for like two days, don't forget about it. Texture says you guys have to look up the video of this guy escaping. It's hilarious. I've Definitely seen. not the crab walk that Trevor is thinking about. No, have you actually watched it yet? No, you, you said you did. I, yeah, he like he like moonwalks up the up a wall like in front of a door up the wall, up the barrier, up the hallway, and then disappears. Which I, I have so many questions. Like, is there just like no you can just jump over the door. I mean, like, what's? I don't get it. This is this has can't be like a maximum security prison, right? I can't imagine. I would I hope. hope what? You, I mean, he's a he's a double murderer. You, I would he think he's in, yeah. My so Danny podcast driver. Every time he's in a church, he spends time thinking about how he would climb to the top of the church based on like the altar because you know they've got like organs up there. Does he go to like, a lot of churches? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he's, he's grew up Catholic, so you know, weddings so, and yeah. stuff. So he's he's like every time I'm in a church, all I think of is how I would possibly make it to the top. And so every time I'm at a church, if it is a wedding, I'll look over and I just see his like just dead eyes, just staring at. The, I'm like, <laughs> I know exactly what he's thinking about right now. This guy would have been great at that game. Damn it, Danny! Now I'm gonna think about you that. are. Like, I do every <laughs> single time now. I'm like, yeah, like. The, the Jesus sculpture swinging over to the garland there, that stained glass window. I think I can make it to the top. It just, you know, it's, it's hard not to think about it now. Did you ever see someone like actually climb to the top of church and that's why he thinks about it? Why, why would you even think about that? Why wouldn't, wouldn't you think about it? I don't know. That's a good point. Texas <laughs> says Trevor's ultimate hiding place from police would be a school, literally any school. <laughs> I think I would stick out a little bit. You can just take the ACT to school. So That's true. I could be like, I'm just here as a proctor. Texture says that little prison break experiment really drives home how few places Trevor actually goes. <laughs> I'm gonna get busted by DoorDash. <laughs> I'm gonna get arrested. <laughs> we got a DoorDash order like to the corner of like Muhammad Ali and like, I couldn't help it. It's, like, it's been three days, Trevor. <laughs> it's been three days. Couldn't make it any longer. Need my cattlemen's. Oh, they, I can't. I wish they, they've been. They've been stingy about their DoorDash availability. 
Text <laughs> yeah, I've got an issue with Cattleman. I'm, I'm calling you out there, buddy. Text Cattleman's call out here on, on a Wednesday afternoon. All right. Texture says, I'm glad that Louisville Live was canceled. It would have been pathetic if they attempted to do it this year. Last year's venue was cool, and we had a good turnout, but some of the onstage stuff wasn't well organized, and honestly, it's getting very cheesy, not to mention the lack of commitments that come out of, out of it and the players not showing up was a downright embarrassment. I mean, that's why you need to tone it back. Yeah, doing it, that was that was clearly a swing and a miss. No pun intended. Being at Churchill Down, I mean, being at Slugger Field last year. I mean, it just the setup was we we and we questioned the setup when we, when they announced it. Remember, we were like, "How are they going to do this?" Right. And I don't remember what our options were, our ideas were, but God they knows needed to have the court. Closer one of them to had to have been better than what they did because yeah, it was not a very good look. Well, and just it's it. Again, I think the first hour of Louisville Live last year was fine. The second hour, you had like 75 people with microphones just screaming. Yeah. They didn't explain the rules of the game that they were playing. Like Nobody knew what was going on, and the setup was just not. I mean, to be fair, is, was it kind of like a predecessor of what we were going to see in the regular season, right? It felt like a bad omen. The it fact did. that, I mean, look. So look, what's that say about this, that we're not even having a Louisville Live now? The men's basketball team, like the three-point shooting contest, like nobody did well. Zan Payne was our representative in the finals against the women's player, and he lost. And then the the, the dunk contest winner I mean, dunked jump. on Jack Harlow, not even over him. It was. It was he was on him. He was next to him. <laughs> he but that's on him. I mean, he dunked on him. In a game, you would say that he dunked on somebody. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's, he's, he's right there. They made contact, but he did not clear him at all. And that was uh, a sign of things you, to come. You mentioned like just, just, just no, like, no leadership, no like, just everybody's on, on the mic trying to do. That's kind of how the season, whole season went. It was a sign of things to come. It was a sad. At least was. for the men, the women were fine. Yeah, well, man. Texas, the high school reunion won't care that TK didn't graduate. Well, that's good. I don't know if that's inside information there. That's very authoritative. I mean. <laughs> What's the point of like the graduating if you don't get to like in that like incentive like what is Is there somebody from your your high school class that you'd like would enjoy catching up with? Uh, see, I'm not I don't know, maybe. That's the thing. It's like like unlike you, I have no connection to anybody I went to high school with anymore really. Really? Like the only one like I mean I mean I'm friends with some on Facebook, which is you know how I saw this. But I mean that's like Facebook friends. I mean that's like that's you know yeah, it's, you know what it is. I mean, what it is, and like I, I mean, my I guess one of my oldest friends I did technically go to high school with for a year with him. I met him in seventh grade, uh, my buddy Chris, but he lives in New York, and I know he's not going. He graduated from East Dublin, so uh, or Dublin High School, so he's not going to go to this. He only went to Wagner for a year anyway, our freshman year. Well, so can I ask why so, yeah, you want to go to this? I don't know, just to see people. I, I, mean, I haven't seen these people in 25 years. Maybe I'm, I mean, some I may remember, some of them I don't. Like, I loved high school, and I, I felt I mean, like. It was okay. I didn't, I mean, I didn't hate high I liked school. It, but I'm saying, like, I liked it a lot, and I had no desire to, to go to either one of my reunions. I was just kind of like, yeah. I mean, I, I mean if it had been, if, if maybe if, like, more of my close friends had gone, then I, w- I would have wanted to go. But I, I was just like, yeah. I mean, I'm clearly not going to brag. Look at me. So I mean, that's why we're doing the radio show. Then. <laughs> that's, well, that yeah, that's why I have to do that. I got to make up for it. You'd be so. You would be. You know, you already try to hog the mic a lot. You'd be hogging the mic so much uh, if, in front of like, the Wagner crowd. Like, Dude, you won't even welcome be back there. in. It's Trevor Kelsey, <laughs> TK and Frank. Yeah, Mike Rutherford show. Fourteen fifty, the Big X, and I'm putting the big in Big X today. I'm gonna turn around at five thirty, and you're just not even there. <laughs> yeah, I would have just left. You just walked home. You're over there. You're over there with Virginia and Penny over on the walk. Yeah, I'm walking, just like waving. More reason for me to want to do the show. 
<laughs> you come in with like you're like so well prepared. You have like all these sound drops and all this stuff, like clips ready to play. <laughs> you know what TK says? Like, <laughs> burr, burr, burr. I'm like, I'm like, when did he get this prepared? He cut all this audio today. When, when did we have this many skits? I mean, like, <laughs> it's a classic Trevor tantrum. Trevor tantrum. <laughs> what? The TK's Neato stat of the day. <laughs> Shut up, Mike. <laughs> That's gonna be it. We could do the McLovin thing, where like, <laughs> I, 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 like let you just like push me over, and then, like, yes, <laughs> you get like arrested in front of your friends. <laughs> this guy's crazy. I mean, I got to because I mean, I'm not gonna impress him with the appearance. So I mean, I got it. I mean, you never, yeah, you never know. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I don't know why. I guess is I just, anyone really impressing with appearances at 25 year anniversary? Reunions, though. Our, we're all in our early 40s. Yeah. I, I mean, mean yeah. yeah. You're probably right. I mean, it'd be, it'd be surprised no not everyone has a gut. I feel like the best compliment you give is like, yeah, he aged better than I thought. Like, that's that's, that's all I hear when I can see I was going like, to say oh, yeah. 25, I'm thinking like, oh, glad to see your life. Well, <laughs> I mean, there's that too. There's that the 30, 35. How far do anniversaries go? Do they go up to 50? I think they take every round number for a long time. Like every five? Yeah, I think that's that's They right. do it every five years. I don't know if we had a 15. I know we had a 10. I know we had a 20. I think most people do 25 because that's what, that silver anniversary, I think. I feel like 10, I mean, you shouldn't do a five. Like, five years doesn't seem like you're far enough away to, like, even have, go to have an anniversary. Five, it's basically an excuse just to have a party because you're, yeah. you're a year out of college. I mean, for some people, you're still in college. Like, it's just, I mean, your your early and mid-20s are basically, like, just post-college life anyway. I mean, You live a college life, just you work during the day. In the, in even the 10's kind of border. I mean, I'd almost say, like, start at 15. I think mean, 10's fine. I guess. Ten's just like, let's see who's like, who's still single and like trying to hold on to their youth and who's gone and moved on and got married. Yeah, ten years. If you're 28 years old, you should be changed from, from when you were. Define change. Like, <laughs> a, a little bit more mature. 28 is different than 23. I Am I going to be the least changed person there, unphysically? Trev, I can't answer that question. <laughs> There's something to be said for not changing, though, at least in certain respects, right? I guess. Forever young. Stay forever young. That's why we're, <laughs> we both do this. Thank you, Rod Stewart. Texture says, KP is literally moving in silence, and I have tried to call KP seven, eight times, and he has never answered. Is this Josh's cell phone? <laughs> Texture says, will KP go to the volleyball game tonight? He did put a tweet out saying, encouraging people to go. That's a very good question, actually. I think he'll be there. He was at the because what was that? Brom went to the what was the event that, like one of the first like when he first got here. He went to a, I think it was maybe a women's game or, or something, and Kenny Payne was definitely there with him. Um, maybe KP, you got. I mean, I don't know. Then again, you should probably do a little live as well. But I mean, I would think you'd probably want to. I would be willing to bet he'll be there. You'd want to be supportive of their sports. I mean, you got you got to show it. I mean, you should. He did. I mean, you know, Brom did the video. Payne put out a tweet today saying, "Wishing at Louisville volleyball good luck in their match against Kentucky." Yeah, but Cards fans, that? don't forget you can get your tickets online or at the door of the arena. Uh, so he put. He, he did put out a statement, but I mean, does he even know his own Twitter account though? I think. I mean, somebody probably tweets that out for him, but I mean, you can't do it without his consent. So I guess I'm right. sure he signed off on it. I'd be willing to bet that he'll be at the game tonight. If not, then I hope so. You'd hope there's a very valid excuse. Texter says. No Louisville Live sucks for the women's team. Fire KP. It does suck for Louisville's team. It does. They're saying Jeff Walls agreed to it. I'd like to talk to Jeff Walls. Well, I'm, sh- I'm sure he did because he's a team player, though. I mean, if they came to if – if you're Jeff Walls and they come to you and they're like, 
hey, Jeff, I know you, you, you want to do this, but Kenny really doesn't want to do it. It's just, we, We're kind of worried about this, this, and this. We don't think it'll be backlash on you, but we don't want to, 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 to you know, roll over on you. Is it okay if you kind of say you don't want to do it too? I mean, Jeff Paul's a good guy. He's going to be like, yeah, I'll, I'll fall on the sword. Yeah, for sure. He might ask for something in return, but that's Yeah, can I get a little, bit, get a little more nil coming towards me in a little bit here? Yeah. Texas says, I work in college sports marketing, and here are three red flags that I see for the health of U of L basketball under pain. And then he says, outside of the terrible on-court product. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's number one, right? One, Louisville Live dying slash being killed after one year under pain. That's not a good sign. Two, lack of interest in his summer basketball camps for kids. Something like that should be selling out, and from what I understand, it didn't. Did you ever go to one of those? No. Okay. Three, the program was advertising for GAs and managers on Twitter. Again, a program like Louisville should be turning people away, not begging for signups. All three of those are very valid points to me. You just have to maintain the hope that it, it just looks worse from the outside than it actually is. I don't know about selling out the camp, but yeah, if there's like six kids there, then that is a concern. I don't think there's ever been a UofL basketball camp that hasn't sold out. Or, I mean, I went to two, and they were both sold out. The only camp, I went to Roger Berkman camp. I did the Denny Crumb. Was knockout champion, still the trophy somewhere. Me and John Barry. Came in, <laughs> I, know, I know John Barry. Yeah, he was, the, he was the, the older division champion. I was the younger division champion. I came in, I came he had in, a slightly better basketball career than I did. I made it to the championship of the losers brackets in the one-on-one. Just backing down dudes. I, you bet <laughs> I did. You, you damn right. Because for some reason they put me with guards. I'm like, why? Like, well, hi, I'm like, I'm no, I've always been a big man because I guess by the time I got to the because I was thinking it was 12, I did it. Like, they were like, Oh, you're, you're good, you're, you're size for guards. I'm like, Okay, <laughs> it's a good text, though. <laughs> yeah, Texas says, I would like to see Louisville Live turn into a pregame event for one of the football games, maybe throw a half court into the alley and turn it into a tailgate slash Louisville Live for the day. I mean, it's a good way to get a crowd and make it look like there's a crowd there. It's an interesting idea. I don't know if I would, I don't know if yeah. it's, I mean, also, I mean. Asking basketball, even in times like these, to be the warm-up act for football is probably not going to go over great with, with Plus, you, basketball Plus, does football really want to have to carry that extra load as well? It's also another sign that like things aren't aren't right. Like basketball exactly. should be able to have its own its own day, its own thing. I mean, for a long time, it was like even if the football program was rolling, you know, you would you'd be concerned. I mean, I remember in in two thousand and four when we were so good, but Rick Pitino had a team that you know. People thought could go to the Final Four. They did. Yeah. Like when they started playing exhibition games, people were like, "We have to stay focused on football. We got to keep interest." And that's when they, the team was like eight and one, nine and one. And now we're sitting here and we're like, maybe basketball could be the lead into Louisville Boston College in football. I mean, that's, think about that. Though. Say, think that out loud right now. Would you ever have thought, like, if you go back in time, I wouldn't have thought any of this was possible. Could you ever have thought that that we'd be at the point where basketball would have to be the lead into football, the opening act? There are a lot of things that I never thought were possible, which is why I struggled to wrap my mind around it. Yeah, I mean, winning four games is still just does not compute with me. I, I, after a season where, quite frankly, the 13 win season did not compute with me, the fact yeah. that that could ever happen at a place like Louisville, the way in which it happened, w- was shocking to me. And then we turn right around and we you know, we blast all of that out of the water, and, and just to see just the the apathy with such a large segment of the fan base. And and to be fair, it's not just about Kenny Payne and what happened last year and what we a lot of people think will happen this year. It's about Scandal fatigue. It's about not winning a game in the NCAA tournament since 2017. Not going to the NCAA tournament since 2019. Like there, there are layers to this. But I just, I never thought we as a fan base and this program would get to a place like this. And I'm, I'm, I'm so hopeful that it gets turned around at some point in the 
relatively near future, whatever you, you, you wanted to say that is. I mean, obviously, best case scenario is it gets turned around coming starting in, in two months. But if that doesn't happen, you got to hope whoever you you bring in is just the right person and that they are ready to hit the ground running. Because I do think this is still a fan base that is desperate for this to feel fun again. I don't think that the the apathy will continue if you bring in somebody who's exciting or if Kenny Payne turns out to be the guy who is exciting and who wins games this year. Like, like For all the talk about nobody showing up to Louisville Live and nobody being excited about recruiting, if we go out there and we start like 7-0, say we won the Empire Classic, we beat, uh, we beat Texas, we beat UConn, the reigning national champs on national TV on the weekend before Thanksgiving. You tell me the next game at the Yum Center isn't going to be packed? Oh, yeah. Screaming fan. Like, all anybody wants is for this to be fun again. The, the issue is people are having a hard time buying in because they don't think this is going to be a fun year. Texter says, that's exactly how I feel. Ready for pain to be gone. I'm already looking forward to see what Jerome Tang can do this year. Well, it's not. I count those eggs before they hatch. Tang for Tang? No. <laughs> Let's not do that. Texas, could it just be the administration heard the complaints from last year's event and they just want to take the time to plan something different? Does it have to be any more than that? It could be just that. Yeah, but what they, they've had plenty of time to plan something different since it's been over. It's been a year since the last one did fall flat. I mean, I know there's other stuff on their plate, but I mean, yeah, maybe they just need more time. Is this just like more time, like, you know, painting the seats in the stadium or selling the name rights to it. I saw someone posted a picture of like the, the pink starting to like come back through their, their, their chair. I was like, no, <laughs> not yet. I thought we'd get a good solid five years out of this. Josh Hurd is like, this is the last thing I need right now. <laughs> Pretty much. Anything. I could probably be a good seats. distraction. Really? I'd love to be talking pink seats. Yeah. Again. Focus on the seats. People. Remember when that don't, was our don't, biggest problem? Don't, don't look, don't look at, don't look at the two and 22 basketball team. <laughs> Texture says Jeff Waltz was also involved. Bars. What, I don't get it. People say bars when you're like, it's a good line. Oh, uh, okay. Texas have Louisville Live. Of course, live. I don't get that. When was that cool? <laughs> Texas have Louisville Live and let Mike and TK sing a duet of half the man I used to be to close it out. <laughs> the team would automatically go 40 and 0. I'd do that. Texas is, is it a duet? It can be. Can we make it do like Stylins in the stream version? Yeah. Whole new world. <laughs> yeah, whole new world. Exactly. We'll get a we'll get a carpet, we'll ride around. <laughs> Special effects. That'd be awesome. Texture says we're, oh, we're gonna talk about the male the Mexican alien on. Oh, I haven't seen it. What is, what is this? Oh, we're gonna talk about it. Oh, uh, you're gonna you're gonna tell me about it because I don't know it. Texture says I do something similar to Danny in church. I look at the suspected suspended speakers or lights from the ceiling and try to judge who they would <laughs> fall on if they fell. Well that's I would always do the thing. I don't think I, that's the same as Danny, but I, I mean, I, yeah, I get what you're I mean, talking I think I, I do stuff like that all the time. Like, I would always do it, whether it was church or like an auditorium or a theater. I would always do, like, do I think I could hit that person with a baseball? Or, like, do I, do I think I could hit that right there with a baseball from right here? The closest I ever came to that was when I first started doing Little League at Wagner and played at Wagner. You might not remember this. You know, Wagner now has the same scoreboard that every basketball gym has. Yeah. Now, when I first started, they had, it, was a, it was a scoreboard above the, the, the court. Like it was like something you see like in Freedom Hall or like in a college, you know, college arena, and it was, you know, went all the way around and hung above midcourt and had the scores on. Really cool looking. But man, it's, I would every time I'd run underneath it, I would like just put a little oomph more in my, in my step. Oh, I do think about that all the time. Because I'm like, that thing does not look safe. And by the way, yes, basketballs, volleyballs, when they took that thing down, there's probably two dozen of them on top of it because that was something we'd also do in class. We'd be like, 
try to get the ball up there yeah. as best we can, try to throw it up as high as we can. I mean, you I see, think they took it down my freshman year, so. I feel like you see a college arena jumbotron either falling or, like, losing a wire. I mean, George Washington's just fell, like, a month ago. Oh, did I didn't There's see that. There's a picture, it, like, cracked the court. Like, it just, like, I, I do, I have that same thought, like, every time I'm in one of those gigantic arenas, like, oh, my God, like, I, if I was under that, I would be And this wasn't a gigantic a arena. This is Wagner's big gym. I would be more concerned. <laughs> Inside it was pretty shoot. cool to see that though. I felt down like they were so excited about when they put the flat scoreboard on the scoreboard on the wall because it was brand new. And again, it's the one you see in every high school gym everywhere. And I don't know. I was always the only one disappointed. I was like, man, because I thought the thing you know looked rickety. I thought it was going to follow me when I ran underneath it. But it made the gym look kind of cool, you know, to have that there. Okay. I wonder what they did with it. I wonder if I could have it. Bring it to the BX. <laughs> Add to the list. Add to the list. The giant Swagner scoreboard. Texas, considering the violent background of that prison escapee, how would either of you handle a one-on-one interaction if you were confronted by him? Um, oh, God. I mean, I would probably run as best I could. Do you run or do you just try to act like you was, don't? I would just try to act like I didn't know who he was. Actually, I didn't Can see, I get by with just walking by him? Seeing his picture, I'd look at him and go, go birds. <laughs> that, that'd probably be your best plan of attack. If I see him wearing an Eagles sweatshirt, I'm probably going to go, whether I'm an Eagles fan or not, I'm probably going to talk about the Eagles. And what does this person expect my response to be? I'm going to fight him? <laughs> no. He doesn't look very big, though. I Still. I don't... <laughs> you looking at me? No. I'm not looking at you, sir. <laughs> Fighting him? Kidding me? Because a killer. <laughs> Texas canceling Louisville Live really does have the feeling of, what if I throw a party and nobody came? <laughs> Louisville Live <laughs> is supposed to be a celebration. What exactly would we, would, would we be celebrating there is zero hype around this program. Hell, there is zero hype coming from our own coach. Well, that's a good more of a reason to have it, as I said earlier, that it is to build hype. It is. I mean, you it, can use it to try to do that. And again, we're putting all of our chips in on Kenny Payne's moving in silence. Like he knows what he's doing. Like stuff's going on behind the scenes, which is kind of what we did last year and ended up. It's why it's hard for me to buy into it because I was willing to give it the benefit of that last year. Then I started hearing things out of practice. And then obviously we all saw what happened on the court. But there is like. If anything, Payne has been even less visible this offseason than he was last year. Like, he's not out there trying to connect with the fans. He's not out there trying to connect with anybody. He's not out there trying to spread anything. We get these videos. The social media team is doing a great job. They do what they can. But we're not we're not hearing anything from Payne. Like we're, and, again, he, just, he doesn't need to do it. He's focused on winning. He's focused on getting this program right. Okay. I mean, if we see it, then I don't – yeah, nobody cares about any of this stuff. But right now it seems to matter. Texas says, hey, Mike. There was a reality show on CBS in 2017 called Hunted. Nine teams of two had to evade the FBI and other agencies for 28 days to win $250,000. Available to watch for free on Daily Motion. It sounds like a great game. Actually, I would, that sounds cool. I would do that. Would, would you want to do it with me? Yeah. I would do that. Nine. Oh God, I, can I pick somebody else, though? No, no. We're going in as a team. Can I leave you at some point if you're not moving no, fast no, enough? No. Well, first of all, if we're, we're having the if we're at the point where we're caught, where we're having to run, we're probably caught enough. This isn't like the seventies; you can't run a, you can't run radio. I would love to try that. I would be. You'd want to be with me because I, I've got like the devious mind, though. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, well, you're willing to just stoop to my levels is a whole other question. But we used to when I worked at St. Joe's, uh, we would always you know it was just like college kids, like all, all like eighteen, nineteen year old kids, and we'd have the funniest conversations while we were just doing all these odd jobs. I remember one. Of them, this guy ended up being a great lawyer, and there was like this, the, the the one of the workers' sons like worked on our team. Everybody hated him. He was young. He was like an a hole. He was terrible, and he was like theoretically, if you're going to kill Todd, 
what would you do? And I tried to figure out, like, I, I tried to, who? Todd, the kid that I'm talking oh, about. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. And I was like, I was like trying to plan it out. And I'm like, I, it came to my mind, like, I'd be the worst. Mur- I would get caught in five minutes. I have no idea what I was like. I don't know. Go to the bridge and dump him in the Ohio. Like, I, I don't know. I have no idea what I would do. Uh, don't see. Don't worry. I've, I've watched. I've watched twenty years of SVU. I, I need got you. This. Yeah. I would need you if I ever I know, kill somebody. I know how to avoid all the the CSIs and stuff. Yeah, I know. I've seen them all, and like forty minutes into it, I, I know exactly who did it right away. So I mean, we're, we'll be good to go. I, I just. I'm curious about this show. Like, do they give you money? Do they drop you in a city? I mean, they said two hundred fifty thousand dollars. No, to win. Yeah, that's I mean, what you'd win. But I mean, do they get when you start off? Do you oh win? no, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm interested in the yeah. I'm curious too. of the yeah because I mean, if you're just gonna say here's here you two are blindfolded, kick us out in like South Philly with no nothing but the clothes on our back. I mean, that would be a little difficult. <laughs> that, would, that would be all right. Now Ross texted back in. What up, Ross? He wants us to read the, the long tweet that he sent at the very end of yesterday's show. All right, let's, let's knock it out. Let's got, do it. Let's got it. Hey, guys, it's Ross. Hey, Ross. As you asked, you said for me to text us in today. It is longer, but Mike, please read this because Trev made this sound like I was being an a-hole yesterday. <laughs> it is a longer text, but it's worth a read. I just wanted to say, Mike. My bad, Ross. <laughs> I know you say some wanted you back forever, and now you jokingly say some of them want you uh, gone again and you suck. I can tell you the mass majority of card fans are always happy to hear you on the airwaves. I'm a day one OG, as you know, and I listen every day from 3 to 6 p.m. You're an institution of my work. Week brings stability and good vibes to my mental, like Cronkite, to the nation anchoring CBS Evening News. I know you'll be modest, but you deserve the praise, and I know Card Nation agrees. And Trev, even though you and Commissioner Buckeye Mike were big proponents of kicking me out of the fantasy football league for my one bad fantasy football season, you're good in my book, and I enjoy you on air with Mike. Thanks for saving Mike's life and shuttling Mike to the hospital in your chariot of Khaleesi dog hair. <laughs> Mike, I'm glad you didn't die. Yeah. And last evening was a success. I finished the Gaslight Festival 5K dead last, but successfully drank five beers in a 5K, shotgun the last beer crossing the finish line with a crowd of people cheering me on. Go cards. Go Kroger. Go Ross. I had no, no, I had no say in, in You got Ross kicked out I of a fantasy football league, say. apparently. They don't listen to me. If they listen to me, would I be on the air complaining about them all the time? You're costing us <laughs> listeners. This is how you repay Ross for all the years of listening and contributing. I liked Ross. He he saved me from from getting uh, Devontae Parker's rookie year. Kicking him out of a damn fantasy. <laughs> What's wrong with you? He outbid me like ridiculously to get Devontae Parker's rookie year, and he saved me because that was a bad pick. Let's take a break. When we come back, more from you guys on the Thornton Sex Line, 502-414-1450. also have a couple other tidbits to get to. We will talk about this alien news. I'm curious to get TK's thoughts on it. Yeah, it's not an alien. It's the Mike Rutherford Show, Wednesday edition here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. <laughs> It was edited though, because no, no, it yeah. was edited all the way up to that, and he, they, whoever did it, missed one right at the fifty-second mark. Oh, so you, you checked this? Good. Oh, yeah, I was in my car listening. Yeah, that's okay. But hey, I mean, what other radio show? And can you listen to that goes to Miles Davis to Tupac?
<laughs> that's 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 my iTunes, baby. I didn't. Who's the report, Matt Dennison? You know, you know, man, I think so. Yeah, Spears. Spears, Spears, and playing Tupac or Miles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No I'm, chance. No, nah, I think Spears is more listening to like De La Soul. You think so? I can or, see that. I mean, he graduated in like '81, so he may be listening to like Bad Five Freddy. This is the the Mike Rutherford Show, fourteen fifty nine six one. The Big X. Trevor, did you know? With Louisville having a volleyball team that's ranked number two in the country, hosting Kentucky tonight, KFC yep. Home Center, a field hockey team that's ranked number five in the country, and a men's soccer team that's ranked number five in the country, the Cards are one of just two programs nationally to have three different fall sports teams currently ranked in the top five nationally. Can you name the other program? The, the, the sports are volleyball, field hockey, and what was it? Or just men's soccer. Men's soccer. Um, Not doesn't have to be the sport. Any fall sport. Who else has three top five teams right now in any fall sport? Stanford. Stanford is correct. Really? A C C A C C A C C A C C. The rivalry. The Cardinal Cardinals rivalry is on. So there's another one, right? No, that's it. Oh, they said it was three. No, just us and Stanford. Uh, oh, that's well, two schools with three programs in the top five. That's it. And we don't even have like Stanford fields every single. Team imaginable. We don't even have every fall sport there is. So we're just we're, we're a half ass and we're still beating them. Yeah, we don't have a water polo team. Why not? Great question. <laughs> this, this is why I didn't get a college education. I would have I would have been on full scholarship to water polo. We, I was the captain of my Wagner water polo team. And you know what? Football's coming for that top five spot too. We're coming. Well, Wagner didn't have a pool. <laughs> I mean, Trinity doesn't either. No, but you had one available to you, right? I don't know where they swam, but one, they, one I, on campus. I know that. Yeah, I know. Swim like a rock. Best logo, best slogan <laughs> at Trinity. So, <laughs> Is that really? Yeah, at least no, it was no, when I was there. No thought put into that one. <laughs> it was very funny. It was I good. It. I liked that, actually. At 502 414 the Thornton Stacks line, we've been reacting to the news that Louisville Live will be no more, at least for this year. Uh, we've been taking texts. It's weird Wednesday, so we're getting weird as well. Speaking of, did you see the the, the viral clip of? I can't believe I'm even saying this, but OJ Simpson. Yeah, I did on Cameron and Mace's sports show. Well, I didn't know what he was on. I saw OJ trending, so I clicked on it, and I didn't actually watch the video. But I saw like I guess he's makes a reference to Aaron Rodgers. And- he makes he says good thing good things just don't happen to New York on 9/11, which. <laughs> <laughs> o- in 2023, O.J. Simpson making that remark on a like public channel that could go is just more evidence that we're all living in a simulation. I There's mean, no way any of this could be real. There's no way. Is there, there's got to be a better way to get back into the relevant light, right? I, I just, I, I mean, there's got to be, right? It's on. It's on Cameron and Mace's podcast. Which Mace is in like Mace, the Peter rapper. Mace? Okay, Cameron and Mace played basketball together in high school, and they were like really good. Didn't Mace go like full religion? He for a, he became a pastor for a little bit, and then I think he just ditched that. But Cameron was like <laughs> dark so side pulled him back. Out. That book that I always talk about uh, that, that followed Stephon Marbury's high school team around at Lincoln High School, like yeah. the, the, the 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 real high school that was, and he got game and all this stuff. Cameron and Mace's high school team, I think it's Manhattan City or something like that, Was is their high school, like blasted that Lincoln, who was like number three in the country, in the New York Public League, I think, semifinals. And Cameron scored like 25 points, like destroyed them. And like they were both really, really good at basketball. And then I think lost, he missed a buzzer beater to win the, the Public League championship after that. So they have this podcast where they talk about sports and they're, they're kind of funny. But it was funny last night, I saw both of them trending 
And I didn't even know the MTV Music Awards were, were going on last night. I only knew it because they show commercials for it on uh, when I was watching the Saved by the Bell E. They the, some of the commercials were for it. But I saw so Mace was trending, and I thought it was for the podcast because I feel like that's when I usually see his name. But it was because P Diddy came out. They did more money, more problems. Oh, okay. And P Diddy's out there, and he's like, oh, and like all of a sudden, like it's getting to Mace's part, and like everyone's like, oh, because P Diddy and Mace have, have not been friends recently. I think Mace says P Diddy owes him some money. But like everyone's like, here comes Mace, here comes Mace. And instead, it's Peter, his dumbass son, who comes like high stepping out of the, the, the backstage to do Mace's part. And everybody's uh, like, oh, well, that's not fun. First of all, Peter, how much does he really have to owe you to make you mad? You've got billions of dollars, dude. Just give him some. Like, does he really owe you like 75 bucks? Like, Harlem World was awesome. I mean, just, seriously. Just, yeah, residuals. Give him something. He dude, deserves yeah. it. Ridiculous. OJ, though, yeah, that's just, I mean. <laughs> Back to OJ. <laughs> A line that should never be said on any radio show anywhere. <laughs> Let's go back to OJ real quick, though. Let's go back to OJ now. We should never go back to OJ. I mean, I, I mean, we it's, it's full circle because I remember I told you my ICT test was in the room where I saw he was found innocent. It was, and now here he is being guilty. I do remember A bad judgment. <laughs> I remember first of all, I remember everything from that day. I, but I do remember the the verdict day. I had, I, I guess, I'd missed school a week earlier or something. I was taking a makeup test in the hall. This is when I was in fifth grade. And, like, I heard two teachers talking, and they're like, did you hear? And, like, they're like, he's innocent. They just announced it. And so I got to be, like, I was, like, king of fifth grade. I got to go back in class and, like, tell everybody. I'm like, OJ's innocent. Like, I, I was the guy with the verdict. I was the guy from, like, from, uh, uh, what's the, uh, Time to Kill. He's innocent! He's innocent! He's innocent. <laughs> I came, like, running into class, like, just like that little kid running outside the courtroom. And, like, half the class, like, ah! I've used that before. Texture, 502-414-1450 on the Thornton sex line says, TK needs to go to the reunion and get after them divorcees. Oh, yeah. This is becoming an issue because... I would, I would date a divorcee. I wouldn't have a problem with that. I re- like, eight months ago, I called 2023 20, the year of love for Trevor Kelsey. We need you to get out there and do some stuff so we can find some love for you. This reunion will be a nice step. You think it would be a start? Yeah. Get you back out there. Because you're not going to do dating apps. No, no, I'm not. Could that be if Trevor tries it? We got the ACT. We got going to the zoo. What kind of app do you Maybe Trevor on Match.com. I'm like, do I go on Tinder or something? Christian Mingle. Is Match still a thing? You're asking the wrong person. Probably. What What's the rich person one? Raya, the, the celebrity one is. I think. I think it's Raya. You know, one like a right? bear or something. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. No, okay. We whatever the one where it's like celebrities go on. You have you have to be a confirmed celebrity. You I want. Have, I want to get you on celebrity to be on an app. Yeah, I want to get you on that one. That's what we need to do. So it's like a celebrity dating app. Yeah, I think it's. I think it. I think it's Raya. Because I remember a chef from Southern Charm got caught being on. Yeah, R A Y A. Okay. I'm getting on that. Okay, I can do that. There's also a girl I went to law school with. You have to like, pay for she's it. She's getting on Raya. Oh, she, oh, she did go to law school. Then yeah, I can. I mean, I'm. I'm I can. I'm. Well, basically, it's for like semi-celebrity guys, and then like okay, girls, girls who are attractive girls who are looking ba- for semi-celebrity guys. That's. I mean, I'm. That's right up my alley. Um, You're a radio host. I'm a local celebrity. I think so. Um, it says here though to retain Raya membership. I keep wanting to hear like the squirrel, the orange squirrel, Raya. Yeah, same. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's why I doubted myself when I said it. I'm like, oh, was that something the, else? I don't even know what that is now. Now it's going to be Raya to me. Raya. Uh, a current Raya member must invite you to join. This is like, like, oh. like a cult. So I have to get a Raya member to like refer me. 
Is Matt Jones on Ryan? This is this is the chicken and the egg. How am I supposed to get hooked up with the girls and get a Raya membership? I can't get into Raya to get to, to get. Al him. Snow's probably maybe on Raya. <laughs> no, he's married. <sighs> Why are we winking? <laughs> oh, by the way, that came out last night. I know the wrestler show. I know. I was uh, actually Nick brought it up to me uh, when he were finishing up in Durham last night. I'm a, that's I'm watching. Oh man, I got. I got a wrestling overload tonight. Once I get home, I got an AEW, and then I'm going to watch the OVW thing right away. I need you to give me your report before I watch it. I'm going to watch it tonight. I promise you. I'm going to watch. I'm, I'll watch it for AEW. So, God, I mean, can you imagine? Like, if I'm Matt Jones or I'm Al Snow, like last night, like not knowing what's going to be, on, I'm like terrified because I mean, the, the show's, show's like that, tomorrow, so they can change your entire life, you know. And this was filmed like like a year or so ago, right? What? Right. Like, yeah. you, you don't know how you're going to be portrayed. You don't know what the edit's going to be like. Like, you could wake up. And I know both those guys are are, are very well known already. Yeah. But you could wake up like with like a newfound helping of celebrity, and that could be a good thing or a bad. Like these shows. Remember, you, Maybe you Matt's were, on Raya. That's what I said. Okay. Maybe oh, you said Al first. No, but I said Matt first. I was oh, like, maybe he could. Maybe he is. And then I said Al. I when we talked to to Cash Flow and and uh, Frey the Slayer when we were out at the uh, at State Fair. They both were kind of saying, like, we think this is going to be a huge deal. Like, this is probably going to change our lives. It's definitely going to change the company. I mean, these guys did Last Chance You, which became such a gigantic hit. Um, Like, this, yeah, I mean, if I'm them, though, like, I'm I'm definitely, I'm excited, but I'm also, like, I don't want a million people that I've never heard of tweeting me about how much they hate me and they think I'm the worst person in the world, which is always possible when you're one of the people on these shows, right? Yeah, but in wrestling, it doesn't matter. Good or boo or boo or cheer as long as you get a reaction. Now, for Matt, that well, might this be is, a different this subject. Is, yeah, yeah, I was to say, this is kind of like real life. For the wrestlers, yeah. No, I mean, it's kind of the same thing for wrestling. I mean, it's, but uh, with Matt, I mean, Matt's been pushing it on this social media. So, I mean, I'm assuming he's – but, like, I don't know. I, you watch – if you watch the trailer, he kind of comes off like a heel a little bit. I mean, what I got told from the people Not that Not a bad were, heel, but like a, like a heel in, in nonetheless. I mean, what the wrestlers said was, like, they didn't think Matt was going to come off well on the show. But who he, knows? I mean – I, he was very in the, in the small trailer snippet. I I, I kind of got that feel, but yeah. And I don't I don't watch a lot of reality you know shows like this. I never watched Last Chance You, but obviously I have. Uh, I, this is this is right up your alley. Yeah, this is right up my alley. This is enticing to me, so I, I can't wait to see it. Texas I might have watched some of that last night, but I thought about it. And I forgot. Texas says we did a five year reunion uh, at Trinity, and we all just got hammered. That's yeah, I, I think that's think what the five year so, reunion yeah, is. You I just kind of go to a bar. Yeah, I mean, because most of the people, I mean, you haven't even been gone long enough to lose track of anybody, really. Especially <laughs> now, with, like you said, social media. At least if you were, like, a graduate of the 90s, you know, you didn't have the social media to be able to keep like you are. Right. Texture says, did Mike say 7-0 in basketball, TK, drop everything and take him back to the ER for evaluation? I was throwing out a hypothetical. It's not a prediction. <laughs> Texture says, I'll give a big, bold, crazy take. Ooh, I like this. This is what Wednesdays are for. Hurt has his critics too. He wants to win over a swath of fans. Go sit down with KP and staff. Wish them well in future endeavors this month in time for KP to go get an NBA job where he wants to be and announce staff from the group of Luke, Siva, Levich, Paget, Larry O. The city and fan base would rally behind Hurd, the staff, and all season t- uh, all season behind them. It's bold and crazy, but this program needs the heart paddles at this point. And do you think that would work? Uh, <laughs> it would definitely... You'd get an excitement boost. I, I mean, I feel like even the – I'll speak for myself first. Like, I would not be in support of that. Like, I, I don't think it's no, – it would be fair cool. to Kenny Payne. I don't. It would be a bad look for the program nationally. And I think that most fans that are 
pessimistic about the future under pain would also not be in favor of this. Some would be like, yeah, let's do it. Let's blow it up. And any success we have under these guys is going to be, it's, it's icing on the cake. Let's just you know, bring global basketball back and then we'll hire a new coach. But I think the majority of the fan base would be like, this, this seems kind no, of it would make ridiculous. Josh look kind of bad too as well. It, it would. I mean. I do like the guys text right before that though. He said basketball staff moves in, uh, <laughs> moves in silence like the G in lasagna that's uncooked and makes me sick when I eat it. The G is silent, isn't it? Yeah. He also said, can we get Jeff Greer on to let us know what daytime place Louisville Live is going to be? <laughs> Why don't we do a Louisville Live? Big X Live? I mean, look how much room we have behind the studio. I mean, what are you talking – are you proposing like a – the Big X people are doing basketball or are you trying to get the actual Louisville basketball team out here for our We'll own get Louisville? the basketball team out here. We'll be like, hey, you all want to come out? Well, you know. We'll we'll set up. We'll make it look like like a church picnic. You know, we'll have some. Do you games. think we're the Louisville show that they would want to associate with? <laughs> we are on Louisville's the official Louisville channel, technically. I still, I don't, I don't, I don't think we're going to be the first call. If I mean, we're going to be, be, be. I mean, they're not going to do it. Tell the fans like, if you Louisville, if you don't want to, you want to make a Louisville live. We'll bring Louisville live to. We'll bring the live to Louisville. We'll do it right here in Jeffersonville. F it, we'll do it live in Bill Jeff. O'Reilly. Louisville Live and Jeff. Texas, maybe Louisville Live should be around uh, the time of the Volleyball Final Four. Invite all the successful teams like women's b-ball, baseball, soccer, etc. Hold the event at Freedom Hall or 4th Street. If KP doesn't want it, he can have his own event at Toy Tiger. <laughs> or here. Texas, has any b-ball recruiting news? Nope. Nope. <laughs> That's the quickest Texas answer ever. Nope. Unless you want me to talk about St. John's. Did they get somebody again? Yeah, they went. They got the Jaden Glover kid, um, who's a big time player out of New York, uh, New Jersey. I mean, um, he's yeah. They're they got it rolling up there a no, little bit. Yeah, Tino's yeah. He's, yeah he's, they're excited. That's somebody else. Texas, isn't it insane that four years ago Sat had to beg to not have Louisville Live during a football night, and now we're talking about Louisville Live being the warm up <laughs> for a BC game? That's very true. That's exactly to, to be fair. Like. That was thrown out there as a possibility. Like it was not a. It's not a realistic. It's not U of L mulling over having Louisville live as a warm up for a football game. It was just somebody in the text line saying, "What if we we did that?" Texas, why are we pretending that doing basic fan engagement and selling the program like any competent big time coach is somehow a sacrifice to winning? Both can happen, and literally every coach does this. I'm so tired of the BS excuses that get made for the staff. You're not wrong. Every other coach is out there during the uh, the off season. They're engaging. I mean. Do you have to? No, but like, should you? Yeah, I mean, think about how. I I know people get mad when you always compare whoever to Rick Pitino. Well, he's the last successful coach that we had here. Think about how <clears throat> uh, pageant would differ with that. Well, he didn't go to an NCAA tournament. He should have. He didn't have an off season either here. Won twenty games. Think about how constantly present Rick Pitino was during off seasons. He's going on radio shows. I mean, he couldn't go like a month without having a press conference. No. And it was great. Like, we got information that way. He had his own website where he would post blogs. Like, it, it made you feel like you were more connected to the program. Now, was sometimes was he, was he blowing smoke? Of course. But that was, you know, it worked out in the end. Kentucky's joke to us is that we had too many press conferences. And yeah, between Durich and Patino. Like, yeah. But, like, it was nice. I didn't problem. I didn't problem with it. I enjoyed it. Texture says... After the question about what you all would do if confronted by the Philly Flyer, it made me think of law enforcement closing in on this guy when all of a sudden a large man comes flying through a windshield and squashes him like a bug. The large man gets up and starts apologizing to the smaller fellow in the eagle shirt. Sorry, dude. Are you okay? 
Go birds. <laughs> but, but I'll be wearing a Kraken shirt. The Kraken. <laughs> Even though I'm wearing, wearing, I got the Vancouver Canucks on today. Texas says, what are your thoughts on Dan Dickhouse saying the new Fox Sports postseason tournament will destroy the NIT and mid-major basketball? I, I, I think it's overstated. If you didn't see the news, Fox Sports is trying to put together a postseason basketball tournament for, I think it's just from teams that are in their TV contracts. So it's what, the Big Ten, the, uh, the, the Big East, and the, uh, what's the other one, Big 12? And it's going to be just teams from those conferences that don't make the NCAA tournament. Who cares? Like Everyone's going nuts uh, about this. I don't know why I read this originally as Dan Dockett for some reason. <laughs> no, Dan, former Gonzaga star <laughs> yeah, Dan Dickow. Dick, oh, yeah. I know people are making this like a huge case in, in all this. Like I don't, you know, whatever. It seems unnecessary. It seems like a money grab. Who really wants to watch like underachieving Rutgers play underachieving Texas Tech? in a meaningless game while the NCAA tournament's going on or is about to start. My curiosity is that it's supposed to be a hot take to say that it's going to destroy the NIT. The NIT. I mean, like, does anybody really care about the NIT anyway? I mean, barely, right? I mean, Barely, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll pay attention sometimes. Uh, yeah, I mean, you'll pay attention, like, to the fi- like to the, when it gets around the Final Four and it's in Madison Square Garden and everything. I'm a celebrity NIT guest picker on the, the NIT studio. So, Challenge. I mean, like, is that That's re- it. Is it really to brag that your postseason tournament is going to be better than the NIT? I mean, that's no. not really saying a lot, right? No, I mean, I, I don't care. It's not really moving the needle to me. Sorry, Dan. I mean, the issue is people talk about how, like, and I do think it's a good thing that the NCAA does, that college basketball does, where the team, if you win a conference championship at the mid-major, low-major level in the regular season, you're guaranteed a berth to the NIT. Because yeah. it is a cool thing for those teams to get to play. That I, yeah, I mean, I agree. And, I, and they're saying now, I guess it's going to devalue the NIT, which will hurt mid-major basketball. There are things... That are hurting mid-major basketball way more than a potential Fox Sports postseason tournament for non-NCAA. And the same can be said for devouring the NIT, devaluing the NIT. Yeah, I don't think yeah Fox coming out with the 16 tournament is going to devalue the NIT any more than it has in the last 25, 30 years. Texas, maybe OJ could announce Trevor's ACT scores. Is he on? You think? Ooh, he used to be on Cameo. I know. I would do. How much? How much do you think an OJ can? I don't want OJ on our. I, OJ? I'm not giving OJ money. <laughs> I don't want OJ associated with Big X Sports Radio. I mean, what better way to announce a massacre than some from OJ? <laughs> we don't need OJ on the show. Oh, come on. We're not involving OJ. OJ I w- I can't, we can't say he's banned because he'll probably do any media. So OJ's banned. No, he's not banned. He's banned from Big X Radio. Who all, who all is on this ban list, Bob? I forgot. We've got Brian, I know. Brian's banned. Brian got banned. Dockage. Dockage got banned. I don't even remember. Who. You banned somebody else too one day. Oh, I banned like six six people that week. <laughs> is it basically anybody that made me mad that week? Is that, the, is that when I had to take a week off? <laughs> Maybe. I think you may have gotten banned. Texture says. How do I get banned? How do exactly do I get banned? Out of curiosity. Texture says, do a big X do a big X radio speed dating event before the next Thursday game. Would you do speed dating? I would do speed dating. Do they still do speed dating? I'm sure they do. You got you to remember my my entire Who like. Who keeps opening text? Is that you? That, I did that on accident. Yeah, that was my You've bad. Opened like seven. Well, cause I sometimes like to read along with you, and I didn't know you skipped one. And I no, you you opened, like before I even looked at them, like six of them were open. I couldn't figure. No, out I didn't do I that. At. I just opened the Either one. You or TJ? I know that. I just I accidentally opened Spears. the one. <laughs> I accidentally opened the one. This is around 2010, 2012. Yeah, I saw that. That one I did because I was trying to relearn with you. Um, don't but see my only speed dating like experience is off a of forty year old virgin. Well, that worked out well. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't wait to find the woman from the lake of, of Minnesota, the Minnesota woman. Who, I, by the way, in case you didn't know, that was Diamond Dallas Page's wife. I did not know that. Yeah, the one who has uh, that pop out. Yeah, but we, we were thinking of Voya, a retirement. Voya, well, yeah, you're not right. Raya. I, but I, the, the weird thing is, I had the exact same thought in my head as I was saying it <laughs> that you did, and it made me doubt that that was the dating app. I'm like, or is that something else? Raya. It's, it's very Voya. close. Is Voya even around anymore? I haven't seen that that paper scroll in a long time. Apparently, it is. Uh, the text that you opened, by the way, was around 2010-2012, San X and Trinity swim teams had water polo matches during rivalry week. San X won all of them, but Trinity's go-in-hard-come-out-wet motto was always <laughs> the real winner. <laughs> if any school was going to be proficient at water polo around here, I would not put San X behind anybody. It's, just, it's them. I mean, water polo teams. We got like two guys on like Our golf team is like two guys on a putt-putt course. I don't think you have a golf team anymore. We had a golf team. Oh, well, not anymore. I don't think you do anymore. Yeah. I was just surprised. Well, you don't have girls soccer this year. We don't have girls soccer. Do we, I don't think we had softball either. No. We dropped softball numerous times because I know John one time had to like just he, – and he did this with Mail a little bit actually when he took over for the coach last year or year before. Like he had to just basically take over the women's softball team because if he didn't, they wouldn't have one. Cigarette break, 5 o'clock hour is up next. We're going to talk a little aliens. We're going to talk a little uh, couple other sports tidbits to get to. I do want to bring up the Reds last night. Um, we're I don't want to bring up the Blue Jays. They, they've been sucking against Texas. The whole AL East has been sucking. It's horrible. This is ridiculous. We're, we're just pooping the bed out of our way out of the playoffs. And, of course, more text from you guys in the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. Happy Wednesday to you. We'll be right back here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. going to be a thug. Shorty's gonna be a thug. Said he's gonna be. One day he's gonna be. Said he's gonna be. Shorty's gonna be a thug. Said he's gonna be. We're doing just random Trevor Shuffle playlists. Yep. Right. Shuffle. I thought we saved that for Friday. No, I've been doing on Wacky Wednesday. Oh, Wacky Wednesday? Okay. I mean, it's Wednesday, you know. Wacky Shuffle Wednesday. Yeah. Happy Plus Wednesday it makes to it you. Easy Wednesday. It makes it easy to do music. I'm like, hey, yeah, Shuffle. Welcome back in. Uh, Mike Rutherford Show. 1459.61, The Big X. What we have not done, I mean, we've, you know, it's the middle of the week, so we haven't really focused that heavily on Indiana yet. We'll get into that more tomorrow. We did talk yesterday a lot about the scheduling move of them buying out of the last two games of this three-year contract. But what we haven't done as the week has gone on, we actually have not done this since the Georgia Tech week, is gotten the TK confidence level check. And I, I didn't do it last week because, my God, I mean, you were a 10 the entire week against Georgia Tech, which I thought was ridiculous. And rightfully so. I mean, we won did by we, five. Did we, did we win the game? We did. Did we win the game? 10 should be reserved for, I don't know, like a forfeit. 10 is, is I've got all, I, I would wager my house, everything on Louisville. I'm La- so I'm so last week I didn't even do it because I was like, you know, Trevor just say like 100. But where are we right game. now? Confidence level, Louisville, Indiana. I believe the, the spread has gone down as the week has gone on. It opened at Louisville minus 10.5. It's at 9 or 9.5 at most books, it looks like right now. Where's your confidence level? 1 through 10. 10, there's no way we lose. 1, there's no way we win. 7.9. Okay. So you think Indiana is better than Georgia Tech? Yes, especially defensively. 
I'm at like. I've got. I mean, weird. I've got to listen to Indiana their, their first two games. That I didn't watch, but I did get to listen to. The, I mean, their entire games in whole. And I mean, uh, defensively, I think yeah. I mean, and Tom Allen's a defensive coach. So offensively, though, I just don't think they can hang with us. And I don't think their defense is good enough to to make up the difference against us. Much like it was against Ohio State. Not saying we're Ohio State, but still. I am worried that going to Taven Jackson now entirely is going to make their offense more dynamic than it was against OSU. That makes me a little bit nervous because uh, you know, when Swarthby came in, they did nothing in either of their last two games. But like, I'm fully expecting this to be kind of an ugly, just find a way to win it type game. And, and I know we'll talk more about it the next two days, but I still feel confident that we're going to. I don't know if it's just because Jeff Brom has owned Indiana or because this feels like the type of game that he's going to win. I think we're going to win, but like I'll also be shocked if we win handily, which is not something I would have thought going into this year when you looked at, at Indiana and what they'd done last year and what they're well, – I mean, everyone projecting them to be one of the worst teams in Power 5 conference football this what year. What would you define as handily, like over 10? Yeah, if we win by like two scores and you never really feel like it's in doubt. like You, you feel like we just control things from start to finish. We're always you – know, like, like losing never really enters your mind after the first quarter, and then we, we run away from them and we win by 14-plus. I mean, I, I don't. I know we got again plenty of time to talk about this. I'll just say this so right up. Where my thoughts are now is that this could be a sloppy first half. I can see that for sure. I can see that. I mean, that's just. I mean, I can see Indiana giving some wrinkles that could cause some sloppiness for us and our defense just being good enough to match with their offense not being great. I can see this being a game where a lot of people have a lot of tweets about Jack Plummer in the first half. Oh, yeah. Well, he's I mean, he's a lightning rod when it comes to that. I Jack mean, Plummer might be trending on Saturday, early Saturday afternoon. <laughs> I can see this being that type of game. But as I'm long gonna, as he makes the plays that we need to win, that's fine. And I'm going to be torn. Like, how do I do this? Because I, I'm, I'm i got to work the game for IU. So, like, I'm going to be having to listen to Fisher call the game, which I have no problem with. Fisher does a great job. But – like I kind of want, I still want to watch, but if I try to watch, I'm going to be like my watching is going to be like ten seconds behind my hearing, and that's annoying to me. Like I hate that. That's why I don't get on Twitter during draft. Yeah, yeah, that that would that would bother it's me. Very, yeah, it bothers the hell out of me. And I, this is where I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of ups- I'm not upset, but I'm kind of like torn. Like, what? How do I do this? Like, I don't know. I guess I could listen to the game and just have the game the the, the visual on, and if it's something good, I can at least I know to look. For that's it. what I was going to say. I mean, that's the only positive to it, but. Like, I don't know. I, I'm still going to have it on. the Because what cha- what channel is the game on, actually? Big Ten Network. Do I get that with YouTube TV? I would assume so. I mean, I get it with Spectrum, actually, so I should be able to stream it on my Spectrum then. I need to check my YouTube uh, account and make sure I don't go over. I don't want to be charged for that. <laughs> Just talking out Trevor Aaron's all in here. Can't wait. <laughs> I'm excited. I mean, I... I'm pumped to watch. I do want to watch the wrestler show. I, you, I'm sure you'll finish it before I start it. So I'm curious to hear your review before I watch. But I feel like you're going to be overly critical because you are a like diehard wrestling guy. Well, I could nitpick with some of it. Possibly. How long is it? Is it multiple episodes or oh, the whole thing's out now? Yeah, it's like it's, yeah. Well, I know that. It's like but a series. I, mean, I think it's like nine or ten episodes. Oh, see, so, okay. I just went to Netflix on my account here. Um, and then I want to watch the new Welcome to Wrexham episode dropped last oh, night. Oh wow, this is back. not going to be a one night thing at all, is it? No, I see. I, I, in my mind, again, I didn't watch any of the other stuff. I, I thought this was going to be like a documentary. No, this is, yes. Yeah, Doc series. I did not know. I didn't realize that. It's, yeah, it's 50, minimum of 48 minutes and seven of them. So, yeah, I mean, these yeah, people be, who did Last Chance, you and Cheer, and like they've all, those are all shows. I didn't so. watch any of them, so I didn't know. I yeah. did not know that. Um, yeah, I'll finish it for you, but I, yeah, I'm not going to finish it all tonight. This is more like a, now I'm wondering if I should save this for the weekend. 
No. You, I don't think you can wait. I don't, yeah, I don't want to. I think, but the problem is I'm going to start watching them. But if it's good, um, it's going to be interesting. All right, we'll find out. I have some. To, <laughs> sorry. I'm going to take this off the screen because they're showing like a preview of it and they're just showing them like put razor blades in their in their wristbands. Oh, jeez. That's well, for, for cutting when you blade. That's what I'm, I'm aware. I've, I've heard that old story. I did just uh, click on the wrestlers thing, and the first thing that I see is I'm watching wrestlers, uh, and oh my, those wrestlers from Ohio Valley Wrestling really despise Matt Jones. Wow. Well, I often agree with him politically, disagree with him politically. He really is trying to save the company. So that's nice. For, I mean, yeah, it's the thing. Like, I mean, he's bringing the finance in. Like, the things he says aren't, it does need. It just, it's kind of like, it's also against, like, kind of wrestling purist a little bit sometimes. I feel like that's going to be the crux and of the show. That's kind of the, that's where it's kind of, like, you could see Matt as a heel, but he's not, like, that's why I was trying to say. He's, he comes off as a heel, but what he's doing shouldn't be heelish. He's just trying to really make it better than, you know, but reserve judgment until I watch the show. Yeah, I agree. Same here. But yeah, I'm excited to watch the new season of Welcome to Wrexham because I know I kind of know how it ends, and I'm very excited to watch that whole thing play out. But can we talk about the... I know it's 5 o'clock hour. We, we, we've talked about Louisville Live enough. We'll, we'll get back to it on the text line, I'm sure. Uh, it's too early to really dive too deeply into Indiana. The, the alien thing. I don't know anything about this, so... Now... Apparently there's a Mexican alien. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Why did he say it's a five o'clock hour? Why can you say this in three when very few of those people are listening? Why? Why did you have to say it like that? Why? Well, is it not? <laughs> no. There was a so I'm seeing mixed things on online. One story is that the the Mexican government, like the the Mexican Congress, unveiled these 1,000 year old ancient alien corpses that they say that they've tested. They're not human, and they do. I mean, they look alien. They found them in um, Peru. And then the other one is that, that a journalist presented this to the Mexican government and that what we're seeing, like the videos, that it's, I mean, it's a small being. It was, I guess, mummified. They're fossilized in a yeah, diatom know. moss mine. It's, it's, it's a prop from the, the, the Crystal Skull movie from Indiana Jones, dude. It's exactly what that looks like. The evidence is mounting, Trevor. Yeah, it's evidence that people are morons if they believe this. Well, I mean, you got, you got U.S. government now saying they're aliens. You oh, got well, the, that, does, that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't cross across my my moron statement. I feel like it, you <laughs> need an alien to like come over here and like hug you and be like, "I'm an alien. Watch me make this bleep fly," and, and I think you still wouldn't believe it. That would make me at least get closer to it. I mean, it's a. I mean. That, that's again. That's the exact. I swear. Look up. Watch the Crystal Skull. I know it's painful to do, but that's the alien they find. A mix between that. And again, ET. movies are not real life. Neither is aliens. I mean, I, I mean, how is it so? So you think you know? We know that there are like billions of galaxies out there, stuff we can't even fathom, and we're the only intelligent life anywhere. I don't even know if that's probably true, but we are at least life. But there's and there's none else out there. Not that I've seen. Well, that's not. I mean, nobody's seen. I haven't seen an alien, but I think that there's probably more life out there. I mean, possibly, but you can't. I mean, there's no proof of it. I mean, I think we're starting. I mean, you got I mean, you get government officials on all over the world now saying, "Yeah, we've got artifacts, we've got bodies, we've got stuff." I mean, I get it. Aliens, God, Santa Claus. There's always reasons to believe in fantasies, but I mean, you know what? I mean, it doesn't mean it's true. Jeez. You're tanking the five o'clock hour. <laughs> just, I don't know about that. <laughs> I disagree. 
Anyway, so you know what? You know how? You know I don't believe in aliens. You, you knew bringing this up was how I was going to react. I mean, you could have added something to the conversation as opposed to being like, oh, "It looks like it's from a movie." Oh, it is. I mean, go look up the movie and tell me that it doesn't look just like this. Well, my movie. question is, what like what does the Mexican government gain out of doing this? Then I don't know publicity, Congress, money. I Why mean, do they need publicity? Well, who's paying them? I didn't know there was a Mexican Congress. To be honest with you, well, it was a Mexican government. <laughs> it's true. I didn't. Do they call it Congress? It's just the Mexican government. Okay. I mean, figure just be. What do they stand to gain from just lying about this? I don't know. Are they gaining anything from it? No, they're just coming forward with, with the discovery. A one thousand year old, two mummified alien corpse. I mean, you don't think people are going to pay like to to see it? No. You don't think people? Are, I don't. There's not putting. Them, they're not you, putting them on display. I mean, you don't think people are, are going to like pay to like get the story any more than the, the, the information that's already out? No. I mean, who, who are they going to pay? I don't know. I'm asking you. They're giving you all the details. I mean, they're, they're getting they're getting eyes on them. I don't know. Maybe clicks. Is this clickbait? <laughs> this got clickbait works. The Mexican government website is blowing up today. <laughs> <laughs> while you stop, while you check out the alien, make sure you sign up for our new DraftKings deal. Mexico.org. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> They're plugging their FanDuel sponsorship as they unveil the alien. I mean, is that? I mean, what? what this what, alien would have bet on El Tree. <laughs> anyway. Uh, first of all, I think FanDuel, DraftKings already got enough problems with, with special parlays. They don't need to stay away from the aliens, probably. They've had enough crap the last couple of weeks. Right, what else they... do you want to get into now? Mitt Romney not running for re-election? Your thoughts there? Mitt Romney's alive? Mitt Romney is alive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's not running for a re-election of what? Like governor? <laughs> He's a senator. <laughs> Wait, that dude's senator. <laughs> well, he's a lot of people for a lot of years, but he is not running for re-election. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor weighing in. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on the alien? Do you believe it's, you believe it's an alien? You think it crashed here in the 50s? Well, no. It's, it's, is Will Smith going to come up behind it's it? It's 1,000 years old. It's 1,000 years old. Yeah. And it's, they, and they and it's where, mummified in a tomb in Peru. In Peru. Yeah. And do, do we have, like, video of them pulling it out of there, or? I don't know. I don't think so. How they randomly find a tomb in Peru, by the way. I'd like to add also, I'm pretty sure in the Crystal Skull movie, that's where they find the aliens <laughs> in Peru. <laughs> I'm going to look now. I'm almost, now that I think about it, I'm almost positive that's where it is. <laughs> is it in Peru? <laughs> I mean, the Crystal Skull is not a good movie, trust me. But it was on the other day, and I happened to start watching it for a minute. And I mean, see, they got the hangar. And, yes, the two escape and travel to Peru to return the skull. But is that where the alien comes from? Yes, because that's where supposedly the uh, the lost city of uh, gold is, or whatever. You <laughs> give me the, and it looks just like. Oh come on! How dumb do they think we are? Well, that's where the crystal the crystal skull is. I don't they think have that's where clearly the alien stolen is. the plot from the Indiana Jones movie. I think you're misleading. I think you're <laughs> you're not seeing it through the clear eyes. No, that's where they go to return the skull. It's not where the alien is. But from, no, that's where it was. They're returning it back where it was found. That's the whole point. Is they want to get it back to where it was found. Ox has to take it back. <laughs> return. Oh. That's his name. Oh, no, you're not willing to engage in the news story, but any details about. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of okay. the Crystal Skull. It's, you're very serious about it. Because it's clearly... I'm, I'm just looking at the plot line. Because it's clearly the same thing we're hearing from. They found this in a tomb in Peru. 
It looks, and I said that. I mean, yeah, come on. You think the Mexicans are just plagiarizing? I think they're just plagiarizing. Okay, it's a theory. It's a it's a working theory, and we're falling for it. And it's easy to fall for it because you know what? Their mindset is: look, if we're going to rip off an Indiana Jones, let's rip off the one no one wanted to see. Because then, no, then we're going to get caught. Like, if you do something off Raiders and the Lost Ark, they're going to be like, everybody knows that. The first session. <laughs> Crystal Skull is like, no one, most people walked out of that movie probably. I just typed in <laughs> Crystal Skull into Twitter to see what the response, see if anybody else is talking about this. And the first response is, for years, people have ridiculed mo- and mocked Indiana Jones' Kingdom of the Crystal Skull for its ridiculous, unbelievable depiction of ancient aliens in Latin America. Well, who's laughing now? Thank you. Not Mexico's Congress, that's for Thank sure. Thank you. Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen. Who's that guy? Who's that genius? See, there's two of us that pay. We're not all dumb. There have been two people that saw the damn movie. I say, no, does this now make Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull a based on true events movie and not just a shameful cash grab? I told you. <laughs> this is going to be like the Simpsons. What was the Simpsons episode where they uh, they like, thought they found a fallen angel and it turned out the whole time it was a plot to like it's a movie push prop. The, yeah, yeah it, it was to push the uh, upcoming mall. That's what this is. They're trying to garner up DVD sales for a 15-year-old movie? No, but because they just did an Indiana Jones recently, and it didn't do very well, I don't think. And then they <laughs> want to do another one, so now they're pulling this back. I like the theory. I like the I theory. I mean, come on. Tell me I'm wrong, people. Prove me. Prove me I'm wrong. The evidence is My mounting. theory is as reasonably believable as yours that you found a thousand-year-old thousand year uh, uh, alien body that, for some reason, by the way, looks in perfect ta- uh, condition. It's a thousand years. Thing they deteriorate at all. I mean, you know, they find stuff that's like way more than a thousand years old. It's been frozen forever. <laughs> was it? But this wasn't. Fr- it was frozen in Peru. Be mummified. I was gonna say thank you. I was gonna say you, you, we might want to get away from freezing in Peru. No, no. <laughs> but I mean, I'm saying they, they do find things that are mummified or frozen that are real intact. Well, they they found something like a while ago. It was like a, a small like worm that they said was. I don't, and I don't know how they determined the, the length of time here. But they said it was like 58 million years old. Which I don't know how you determine that exactly, but that is it's it's, it's crazy. You count the rings. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> I mean, the extent of our so, knowledge on so things. So she. Your d- the defense is they found a 50 million year old worm. I mean, that's a worm, though. That's not my defense. I'm it's just a saying giant they, body. They find stuff like that's how we know about dinosaurs and woolly mammoths and all, all this stuff. <laughs> they thought they had us. They were like, no one saw that. Somewhere Steven Spielberg got paid off to keep his mouth shut. Harrison Ford didn't because he just he doesn't remember him making the movie. 502 414 1450 is the Thornton sex line. Texture says, uh, Trev is on to something with the, uh, with the tension capital trying to monetize their third grade project, Paper Mache Aliens. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you. I so, mean, come on, people. I know you want to believe so badly, but Texture says, Trevor saying pretty sure equals I'm totally pulling this out of my ass. <laughs> well, he was right about the, the, the Peru. And, and, and did you look up what the alien looks like in that movie and tell me it doesn't look like that alien right there? There's this genius, Trevor. This is reminiscent of the North Koreans doing a propaganda video and trying to sneak in the original Top Gun footage of a missile blowing up a plane. Did they do that? Is that something that happened? That would be hilarious. They show the video of, of like Tom Cruise when he blew up the, the, the bad guy plane. <laughs> now I want to see the video. I got it, too. I love in the middle of all this, Plummy Bro 1 just texted and says, I actually feel for Scoots because I can tell he would... So what happened? Did Scoots get catfished? I think he something happened. Like I read, I was reading some tweet. I need to go listen to KRC. So later. hold on, I think 
Tony Romo is kind of explaining this. Okay, let's, let's I feel see. bad for reading this, but... No, let's read it, because I'm, I'm just curious about this earlier. He says, I can tell he legitimately enjoyed the conversation he had with Miss Green, the texter who lives in L.A. Scoots, Uh-oh. if anything, this has to be your wake-up call that good experiences in dating are out there for you, pal. All it takes is a bit of courage to start a conversation, and then you will be off and running to building some chemistry, as you have shown with L.A. Girl. L.A. Girl. So no more letting potential experiences pass you by when you see a hot mama out in public. Say something, say anything. Hopefully we hear more about future, he says lads in the future. I'm hoping that means ladies. (laughs) (laughs) But but lads would also be, you know, why not? Is that term still used? (laughs) The lads. Well, I mean, in England, for sure. That's true, yeah. I do love English So did did Scoots get catfished by someone calling themselves Miss Green from L.A.? I don't know, because, like, I was reading tweets earlier, and, like, there was one that was, like, a guy, like, mocking Scoots from the show today and was like, hey, I'm Michael Jackson. Send me $600. I'm like, Oh, did somebody send, ask him for money? Did Scoot send someone money? I know somebody that this <laughs> happened to, an, an older female who got rom- like romantic scam. And that's usually what they, it's usually men targeting single know, yes. older females. Unfortunately. Or yeah. I guess in this case, it's younger <laughs> single men. <laughs> It's okay, Scoots. It's just because it happens to mostly women over the age of 45. I've got to know more now. How did this get initiated? Was it someone? Did Scoots respond to one of like the Twitter DMs? I mean, I get like 75 of these a day where it's some naked woman who's like, hey, cutie. Like, oh, you, know, I, you can't respond to I'm those. getting worried because I, I do get some of those to this. To the, the, uh, the station website that I leave up here. Oh, God. Did he use the station Twitter? <laughs> like, like, like one of the recent ones I got yesterday, which I loved, was so the headline is celebrity blogger breaks silence, a coordinated attack suspended my account. And it's like somebody like, I don't know why. There's like this long, like, hi, Trevor. Last night, a series of posts and uproar of Danny Masterson, Instagram influencer and celebrity blogger Jessica Reed was suspended from the platform. Like, why do I care? That's all anybody's talking about. I mean, who is these people? I know who Danny Masterson is. Well, but we're not talking about the same thing, though. Like you, you get, but these, I get, but I get other emails like that to the station as well. And yeah, I usually, you, you'll get DMs from like, I mean, I'm sure you get the, the, the like from obvious. Oh yeah, yeah. Fake accounts yeah. that are like, hey, sweetie. I mean, I'll get texts sometimes on my phone that are like, you know, I do like to mess with the people. They're like, hey, would love. And every other word's misspelled. It's clearly not English. And it's like, would love to to meet you. Like, would all you need is six hundred dollars in cash, and we could come hang out. And I'm like, hopefully, Scoots <laughs> wouldn't fall for one of those. <laughs> First of all, if it sounds too easy, it's, it's not. It's, if anybody it's, is yeah. asking you for money or like a PlayStation or something, it's it's fake. Oh, yeah. But, they want any information on you? Yeah. There's never been a, a situation where like there's been like an online dating and one side has asked the other for money and they've met in real life and they've fallen in love and gotten married. I mean, there's relationships where they ask you for money, but usually that's you're called a John. Yeah, well... <laughs> Scoots, come on. I want to, yeah, I do need to know a little more about this. And how did it come up today, by the way? Like, he just, has it been like a recurring thing? He's been having a relationship with Miss Green? Maybe Scoots was in excited LA? about it. Yeah, I, I do see all the texts now coming in earlier on their show talking about how this is a scam. Like, did they, did he really get, like, did he really get Paul for one of those, like, you know, you know, Facebook messages? It's like, hey. This is what it sounds like. I mean, anytime I see uh, Scoots weigh in, we need to hear from you. I'm very cautious when I accept friendships, especially on Facebook. Like I, I'm always gonna like make sure they have friends with other mutual friends. Like if I don't know them, like especially recently, I'm, when I do receive them, if I'm, I'm sure you know I'm questioning it, I'll click on it, and if I see like their friends are like you and other like media people, I'm like, okay, it's probably somebody yeah. real. Yeah, it's just listens to the show now. More than like, more than happy to be your friend. 
I just assume everybody's fake at this point. But it's the uh, best way to go through. But life. yeah, but when you click on it, it's just like some shit. It's a, a girl with one picture, and she's got like cleavage hanging out, and you know, her, her only friends are like five dudes that are mutual of you, but they're all the dudes. Like it's like okay, now come on, why? Or I'm not falling for this. Well, who does fall for this? Well, that answer, ladies and gentlemen, is Scoots. <laughs> Poor Scoots. Poor Scoots. Speaking of hoaxes, Texas are saying the guy who presented the alien evidence has been caught in multiple hoaxes before. This is this is looking more and more like it's a fake thing. I'm with you. Thank you. Texas, Trevor, while I agree the alien thing is fake, Peru has plenty of high mountain ranges that something could stay frozen in for 1,000 years. All right, I guess I'll give you that. I don't know. I just, I mean, our knowledge of the Peru landscape is yeah. I don't. I I haven't been to Peru in years. So (laughs) ever, ever, ever since they got rid of like the the internet feed, there it's never the vacationing there has never been the same. I'd love to go to Peru. They closed down the local KFC, and I'm like, screw this place, okay. Like I read a DoorDash. <laughs> the Peruvian DoorDash system just wasn't up to snuff. <laughs> I just picture like a like the Hangover Monkey bringing me the, my blue bag. I don't know why. <laughs> I've got to know more about the Scoots thing. You, which one? I'm fascinated. Wh- I want to know what happened. Wh- which scam fascinates you more, Mexican aliens or Scoots' dating life? The world can have the Mexican alien one. <laughs> I, I want to hear more about Scoots in the dating life. We'll have to get a hold of Scoots and figure it out. We'll have to get a hold of Scoots. Uh, let's take our last break. Oh, we, we got a Scoots text. Uh, did he text in? He did. Should we, we'll say that. Oh, here right. we go. We have, we have a Scoots text. He's weighed in. We'll save it for after the break. Okay. We'll come back. We'll take some more texts from you guys. We'll look ahead to tonight's uh, action in sports on TV, including UofL versus UK in volleyball. And then we'll call it a day. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Segment of the day here on Mike Rutherford Show, 1450 The Big X. Uh, getting excited for Louisville, Kentucky volleyball tonight. Bumped. Getting very excited to talk about Scooter Dingus and his latest uh, <laughs> Scoots, man. faux pas. Scoots is texting in. just overshadow my whole ACT event, but I mean, just dwarf it, no pun intended, Scoots. So we had seen, <laughs> you know, before our show, we, we saw the text that came into KRC, and it was a lot of text like, Scoots, this is a scam, what are you doing? And then I kind of forgot about it, and then the Plumby Road texted in during our show talking more about this, and I, we were very curious about what's hap- what happened. I said it sounded like Scoots was, was in one of these, you know, girls DMing him on Twitter type scams. Yeah. And then Scoots texted in with the story. Are you ready for this? I'm, I'm never in my life have been more ready. I could do an hour of this. We're talking, of course, about <laughs> Justin Kalen, a.k.a. Scooter Dingus, who's yes. the producer of Kentucky Roll Call. Every morning, 7 to 9, and 9 to 11 here on 1450. And, and also all, the producer of what? Spears on Sports. Yes. And, and, and Less important. And who's report as well. Uh, and before well, you, we love if, if you've never really known who he is or who, and this person I'm listening, don't be like, why are you calling him a dingus? That's mean. Listen to the story and then judge for yourself. We love Scoots. I we love, love Scoots. Scoots. I speak for myself. 
No, we're Scoot real. says, it all started with an innocent text asking Anna if she was coming to play tennis. <laughs> right away, I was like, I've heard the scam. This happened to me. And I'll read my text. <laughs> from, I can't from, wait. I, I'm, this has not happened to me, by the way. So. With an innocent asking if she was coming to play tennis, to which I responded, I'm more of a golf guy. We ended up talking all day, and it led to an investment discussion. <laughs> Stop, Trev. What what did you talk about? It, I want to see these texts. It turns I, out I want to see the small talk. <laughs> it turns out Anna was indeed a hoax, but fortunately, the only info I gave her was my name. She was thirty five from Belarus, lived in L A, and owned her own skincare and beauty <laughs> salon. I truly thought I'd found my sugar mama. Oh well, I'll keep looking. So, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> come on, okay. Dudes. I love how he's like, it's a hoax. But she was 35 and living in L.A. Dude, I had to tell you something, man. She ain't 35 living in L.A. She's 46 living one block over. No, he's 24 and living <laughs> he, in Sierra Leone. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm picturing the comic book guy from The Simpsons. I've, I had heard of this scam before, like, uh, like, like about how somebody will say, hey, like, Usually they act like it's a woman texting another woman, and then it gets into a conversation with like a man who's like, "Oh no, I think you've got the wrong number," and then they just start talking. So I'd heard of this scam before, and I knew that like so when I got, I think it's happened to me several times where I've had this like text, whatever, and I remember that I'd responded to one of them just trying to mess with them, and I went back and found it. This was on July sixth. First of all, they they they've got my name as Diamante is the name that they send me. The text that I got was, hello, Diamante. This is Elena. We have an appointment to play golf today. I haven't received your message. Are you still going? And I said, yes. They said, so when do we start? And I said, I'm already on the third hole. <laughs> she says, oh, What's my your God. your tax info? <laughs> she says, oh, my God. I thought you said you'd pick me up. I've been waiting for you at home. Why don't you keep you your word? And I said, if you wire me $500 right now, I'll come by and pick you up. And they just said, I don't know you like this. Who are you, Diamante? And I was like, this isn't fun anymore. So it wasn't as so good you, as I So you came up with the, you came up asking them for money first. Yeah, which is what I usually do. Whenever anybody brings up, like, the, if they, like, DM me, if I'm especially bored, and I'm like, what, F this person. If they're like, okay. I, you know, I've got a great opportunity. I'm like, cool. Can you wire me $1,200 so we can continue this conversation? And then they just usually just say F you and move on. But Scoots, <laughs> we ended up talking all that's, day. That's the hook right there. And Scoots, I, you sent her a pic, didn't you? I need to know you what the conversation was about. Like, were they getting into favorite movies, <laughs> past ro- romances, education? I picture some dude in whatever kind of, wherever he said he was, like like six hours later, going, "I've never worked so hard for five hundred dollars <laughs> in my life." I'm feeling something over here. <laughs> Scoots. Scoots is going to find Scoots, love, buddy. just not via an unsolicited text from somebody who's talking about meeting to play tennis. Now, especially like, okay, this, this, this is actually a funny story because a little bit funny, but so in middle school, uh, I found, you know, prank calling was fun, right? I mean, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have, you know, sure. so you do prank calling. I actually ended up going on a date with like, uh, somebody I pranked called. Like, I ended up. Really? Yes. And this How has this not come up before? I don't know. I just never thought about it, really. And I just remember because I met her up at, at Champ's uh, Roller Rink. In middle school? I think I was in sixth grade, yeah. Was this a random person or somebody that Some you knew? Ran- a random number I dialed, and I, was, I don't even remember what the prank was. God knows what I was doing. Probably something stupid and juvenile. Not that this separates me from me. We're different now. But, and I don't even remember the girl's name. I mean, we only hung out like twice. 
But like, I just remember, like, yeah, I just somebody I pranked, and she and, and we started talking, and ended up actually talking, and was like, hey, you want to go? I'm going up to the Champs with some friends. You want to meet me up there? And she's like, yeah. And I went up there with a friend of mine, and she was up there with like a friend of hers, and we sang out like a couple times. Well, I think we found our answer now. You just need to start prank calling people again. No, I was also uh, this is how like, you find love. I was also literally thirty years ago. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, scoots, time tested. Scoots, Scoots is defending himself a little now. What did he say? He said, I didn't send a pic, <laughs> nor did I ask for one. We what? basically just talked about what we do for a living and whatnot. It wasn't like it got sexual in nature or anything. I honestly thought yesterday I was on a path I was on a path to end up on catfish. I was not on a path okay, to end up on catfish. First of all, now you're backtracking. You sit there and said that you thought you found your soulmate or sugar mama. Well, I wasn't thinking it was sexual. I was thinking it was just, I mean, Texting all day about like 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 we're really hitting it off. We have this connection. We're talking about life, like our dreams. We've shared our dreams. Well, that's what desires. I want to know. <laughs> I mean, what do you say to a stranger? <laughs> I, mean, I know this guy at work, Trevor. He's not really nice. Like sad face emoji. <laughs> I'm sorry, Scoots. I love you, Scoots, dude, man, buddy. You gotta step that one out. Buddy. <laughs> How the hell did I lose a bet to this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, five hundred dollars. I got outsmarted by this dude. It wasn't even close. Yeah, no. I almost cussed. I almost said no bleep. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I stopped myself there for a second. All right. Sh- shifting gears. Uh, text really? How do we By the way, you, I know. It's it's tough. You, you've got 15 minutes to get your thoughts in on the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. A texture does say, Trevor, you're looking at this all wrong. The plot of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls wasn't made up by their writers. The writers based their screenplay and storyline around the countless legends and myths about Peru being an ancient location of alien relics and habitation of aliens with the Incan Empire. This could be another hoax, but not like how you're making it out to be. That's deep. Are you defending the Crystal Skull plot to me? <laughs> well, I guess it's, it's... No, he's just... Not really. Okay, good. I was going to say... I mean, there's a reason why that movie is is coined the phrase nuking the fridge. Texture says uh, the best Louisville lives were the ones at 4th Street. Last year, the location was so bad, and whoever organized the events had no idea what they were doing. The ones at 4th Street Live, and to be fair, those are the only ones that I went to. I, I, I didn't go to any of them, but The yeah. Churchill Downs one, I remember um, we were, had something going on. I think that was, um, was that John being born or? I guess that was, that I'll say been, that was during we were on the air. Yeah, I remember us being on the air. I had something go. I remember I couldn't make it out that night. And then last year, uh, just, I think it was just no desire really to, to go to Slugger Field because I kind of was, was worried about how it was going to be. But the Louisville, the Four Street Live ones were fun. I did hear good things about the Churchill Downs one. It certainly looked great and it was good on TV. And then last year just kind of felt like a a swing and a miss. But still, it's not like you you can't improve upon it. Or, I mean, do they feel like taking it back to Four Street Live is like a, considered a failure? I mean, that, that is kind of what, that was the well, part of the defense that the UFL people had when, when they were talking to me was, you know, we've, we've prided ourselves on building upon this thing and making it bigger and better every year. And I was kind of like, well, there's no, you know, there's, there's, no, problem. there's no shame in regressing if you yeah. feel like, you know, it, like last year wasn't, I mean, it was bigger last year. I don't think it was better last year. I mean, first of all, even if you, if, if you, if you are upset because you can't like top like what you did last year, you're like, I feel like where else could you go? I mean, you're going to build a biodome for this thing. Big X like, Studios. I mean, seriously, like if you're gonna, you're trying to do a venue bigger than like, like Churchill than Slugger Field. Like, where are you gonna go in, in Louisville? Exactly. I mean, Churchill Downs Slugger Field, like our two biggest venues, right? At least, uh, sort of going to the Um Center. If we couldn't bring Jack Harlow back, who do we get? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. I'm sorry, we, 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 we Jack Harlow turns down, so we could try to get Dre, and he said no. I mean, 
Get down quick. <laughs> Bring them back. Whole country's still waiting for the album. Happy Roots reunion. I'm fine with that. I'd be okay. Texas is it just me, or does KP, uh, B-Ball, and his staff seem to release negative and distracting info on important days for other sports? I don't. I mean, I don't think that this is what that was. What, like, because of the volleyball match? I think it just seems like because every time they release something, it's it's just it seems to be not something that we want to hear. Oh yeah, <laughs> and there's always something going on. I don't think they're purposely trying to like get it swept under the rug because we're going to focus more on. I mean, if they wanted it to be a like a news dump, you just put it out there like Friday at, at yeah. And listen, I, I, this is not <laughs> Saturday the, at noon. I'm I'm not listen. Please, Bus Kelly, I love you. You do a great job in the volleyball team. I, I'm support you 100. Any basketball news is going to like not going to like fall to the wayside because you're. Playing it's, it's a big match tonight. I mean, short of you even in the national title, the basketball news of any kind is going to to, to come up and going to be especially bad game. news right now. It's, yeah. it's going to generate. I mean, you can't sneak bad news or, or perceived bad news in anywhere. Like, there's no time that you could release this that people aren't going to have a reaction. You, to. you release this on the, the afternoon that we're Brahms about to debut against Georgia Tech, and it still would be it's still not going to get without being seen. Yeah. Texas, I'm hoping for a really good basketball season or a really bad basketball season. Either one of those will give us some answer for the future. Trips to the Yum Center this year are just for some nachos and a beer <laughs> with basketball in the background. Canceling Louisville Live is just another sign pointing to the direction this basketball season is likely to go. That's a depressing as hell tweet. That was very, I mean. Text, I don't necessarily disagree. I you can get those nachos and beer for a lot cheaper somewhere else, dude. It is kind of eerie how similar this conversation that we're having, like that text specifically, is to the way that we talked about last football season with Scott Satterfield, where it was like, either be really good or really bad, just so we know. Just so you know, either you're the guy and we move on, or you're not the guy and we move on and we get somebody who we hope is the guy. I think people feel that way about basketball now. It's different. That was year four for Satterfield. This is year two for Kenny Payne. But you know what? Going four and twenty-eight at a place like Louisville is going to yeah, make things. Canterbury had that year, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that that's going to change the conversation. You have. Less of a built-in safety net for sure. Not that you know, I mean, people expected you to be bad last year. You were historically you can't be historically bad at Louisville and not expect there to be some sort of reaction and for there to be ramifications. So I, I, I'm with the texter. My worst fear is that we go like I don't know, 18 and 14, and it's it, it's better, but there's still some serious concern about whether or not this guy can like win national titles here, which once again is the goal. And we end up in just purgatory again. And the infighting continues, and he gets a year three, and then the year three is not that great. And it's just, you know, he, 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 let us know this year. And I think we will know. I think he's got a roster that's still talented enough, even without Trenton Flowers, that if he's not competitive, then we know he's not the guy. And if he does overachieve to the point where we're in the tournament or flirting with the tournament, we're like, okay, let's go. We win 18 games. I may send Scoots Girl Anna some money. <laughs> The Belarusian beauty expert <laughs> living in L.A. Texas with a tournament run pretty much off the table. What is the bare minimum that would get KP a third season? I'd say something like 20 wins plus a great class incoming and all seem unlikely. I We get this question a lot. I can't answer it. Like That's it Josh Hurd's yeah. de- department. I mean, I don't think there's one bar that's been set where it's like, if he clears this, he's good to go. I do think that. I don't think there is one bar. I think it's a multiple yeah, thing I, anyway. I do think that. The fact that we don't have much momentum right now on the recruiting trail is worrisome, especially when this is a guy who seems to have – he's going all in on being an elite recruiter at the high school level and then developing that talent. Um, 
let's say we have just a whatever year. Let's say we do have that 18 and 14 season. And the 24 class is TJ Robinson and maybe like a guy who's a low four star, maybe a couple guys who are low four, four stars. We're right back in the position of you've got a killer in the transfer portal, which is fine, except he hasn't done it yeah. the last two years and he doesn't seem to want to do it. So yeah. that's a, it. Again, like that's to me, that's disaster scenario. Disaster scenario isn't going eight and and 22 this year, it's having that exact thing where it's like we're running the risk of of just three totally wasted years and being worse off as a program than we were before we hired this guy. Uh, your boy Say Sarah texted in and said, OJ is innocent according to the law, so what's the reason for the ban? Actually, well, innocent of one charge, but he was found guilty of uh, bur- burglary. Burglary. Well, in civil case. Went to prison, yeah. And so he wasn't technically fully innocent. He's been found guilty Come twice. Say you know that, buddy. Come on. Texas, I meant to ask... Did Roush put his Heisman vote in for that EKU quarterback? <laughs> Does he have a vote? It's the FCS Heisman, guys. <laughs> Come on. Do you, do you still get that with being a member of the Riders Football Riders Association? I'm not. I'm only basketball. I, I'm not either anymore. I have a Naismith vote and a USBWA Player of the Year vote for basketball. I do not have anything for football. So I, can't, I could not vote for the EKU quarterback if I wanted to. <laughs> if you wanted to. Yeah. Texas, I would encourage Trevor to go to his reunion. It could, it could turn out like American Reunion where Stifler hooks up with Finch's mom on the football field. Nah, I'm, Spoilers. Come on, guys. Um, Some of us haven't seen American Reunion. <laughs> no, that's not most. Um, yeah. I, I don't think – no, wait a minute. Stifler didn't hook up with the mom. No, Stifler looked, I thought – no, that was the wedding where he hooked up with the, uh, the, the bridesmaid. Yeah, that's right. Never mind. I'm getting the wrong Stifler hookup. He hooked up with like uh, – What's her name's the the band geek that's marrying Jim, uh, Allison Hennigan. Like her sister ends up hooking up with Stifler at the American wedding. Somebody just sent in a, a a graph, one of those graphs where it's like just going in circle, and it's steps of being a two year listener to the Rutherford Show. And the first step, man, I'm so glad Mike is back. I love his sports takes. Next one, who the hell is this other rambling guy? Shut him up. <laughs> Next step. Ha, huh, man, this guy is kind of funny. <laughs> Next step, GD at Mike. Shut up. I need to hear about the math section of the ACT. <laughs> Good text. Good. It's a great graph. I like that. Texas says, look into the Femini paradox. It's entirely possible we're the only intelligent life in the universe. A lot of high-level scientists believe it's really, really, really difficult for organisms to achieve sentience. Yes, the universe is infinite, but it's supposedly equally as likely as we are some type of miracle uh, life form in the universe. I don't know. I'm just trying to watch Jamari Thrash. <laughs> That's a great text. I like that. The ending was great, yeah. I've never heard of the Femini Paradox. I have not either. I, in fact, I, I wouldn't I know if that was, sounds like a, a like a something. You know, Xena Warrior Princess type show. Something that comes with, has wings with it. I will actually look into that. Now I'm curious. What, Xena, Z, the Princess Warrior show? Both things. Okay. <laughs> Equally interesting. <laughs> the Femini Paradox and Xena Warrior Princess. Whatever happened to Lucy Lawless? She was pretty popular for a while, wasn't she? She, she, was, she, she was a big thing. She was, yeah, she was a big deal for a few years. Apparently, Fermi Paradox is the somebody, someone's correcting that person now. We have people, we, look at our listeners. Who are these people that are familiar with the Fermi Paradox <laughs> and, and they're listening to us ramble about Scoots's fake scam dating life and ACT scores? I thought, was, I thought originally when I was reading along with you, I thought this was a chief sentence. <laughs> I'm like, they can read and write? This person keeps wanting us to talk about the rib bone necklace. We've talked about this before. I guess just because. What? The what necklace? Remember the, um, the Sam Hartman thing? He had to get a rib removed 
for his during his his blood clot procedure last year at Wake Forest. Uh, and his that. mom like kept the rib and she was turning into a necklace. I did not know that actually. Yeah, we talked about this. It was it was a story this summer. You sure I was here that day? I'm positive you were okay. here this because we both were like we're we're going off about it. Uh. And it's getting more attention now because they did a college game day feature on it last weekend. It's weird as hell. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Hartman seems like a good dude. I think some of the stuff that he's done at Notre Dame, like he started talking about mental health and he started some some stuff there. Um, he had he had a close friend in high school who ended up killing himself his freshman year. And, yeah, and he, he's kind of he's he's made mental health, especially for athletes, one of his just key deals everywhere he's gone. I think that's a cool deal. But the whole this mom thing is weird. Would you would would you ever do a no. body? Okay. You don't even have to finish the sentence. No. <laughs> There's there's a great underrated comedy called Tomboys, or Tomcat, excuse me, with Jerry Connell and I'm Gary. Familiar with Tomcat. Yeah, it's a good, very it, funny movie. Uh, but the, one of the, the the Busey character has to have one of his testicles removed, and he has Half it like man he's supposed to he be. has it put in a necklace. <laughs> he wears it around his neck like the rest of the movie because he's he's like I don't want it to ever leave me leave me again. <laughs> it's like in this like little cylinder case. It's kind of hilarious looking. <laughs> Texture says the KP building things the right way and taking time soundtrack is being sharply undone by Deion Sanders taking over a 1-11 football team <laughs> and being in the top 25 in Week 2. I mean, it was already being undone by other college basketball programs last season, I, namely Kansas State. I hate to keep bringing up Jerome Tang because these rumors that are out there, but Kansas State had been terrible and was picked to finish dead last in the Big 12, and he takes them to a three-seed in the brink of a Final Four in, in one season just by killing it in the transfer portal and unifying all those guys. I didn't really kill it. He, did, he actually lost one of his one of his two best players to uh... – Miami, and then replaced him with uh, someone else. Well, he got Keontae Johnson from Florida. From Florida, but the point guard was already there. Marquise so. Noel was, yeah. but he was a transfer as well at some point. He was. He was. He was. He was. A, his first year was the year before. Yes, you're right. So I mean, and the other guys, Nigel like, Guinness was that was his, his name that went to Nigel Pack. Pack went Nigel to Miami. Guinness, that's a wrestling room. Remember, he was the the first. He's still like the only guy that we know exactly how much they're getting because yeah. Miami's like, yep, yeah, two year contract, two hundred thousand dollars for both years. And we were like, you don't have to tell us this. So the point is, though, he did. He lost. His, I mean, he did do a good job bringing in, but he lost. I mean, pretty good, some pretty good players, obviously. He did, but yeah. you know, he still he, he rebuilt through the portal, and he also like got that team to gel. And look, he knows what he's doing, coaching wise. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Scoots did, did say uh, she preyed on my personality. She hit me with the "You seem so nice." I feel like I should introduce myself. Frickin' Amy, I'm too trusting. That's the that's the thing. That's the whole scam. Of course, they're gonna be nice to you. You think strippers like you too? They're scoots. It's the whole thing I mean, where, where they they act like they're they meant to text somebody else, and you're like, actually, that's I think you're texting the wrong person. Um, like I'm I'm Mike, and then they they start the conversation like you seem like such a nice guy, scoots. You can't fall for that, bud. Yeah, but you are pretty smart. Cause read the next text. Oh, text, he says, "Whoa, I think TK is right. I do believe the rib necklace was a show I was producing." I'm sorry, Travis. Thank you. I I find it hard to believe I would not remember a rib necklace. Well, I just remember like whoever I was doing the show with, like we, we were like, you know, he was animated, he was very into it. We had a nice little vibe going. I assume that was you, but Scoots and I also have a good vibe. Yeah, going. I mean, yeah, I, I I mean, you could be right, but I'm almost like, I well, find no, it hard I, to believe. You I both say rem- it. I'll take your, your yeah. word for it. For I find sure. it hard to believe I wouldn't remember a rib necklace. It's it was, yeah, it's a hard story to forget. But exactly. then again, you do forget things that I feel like are hard to forget constantly. That is, so. that is true. If it were anybody else, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> With you, I'm like, yeah. Like the, that was the day that I found out like my dog died. You're like, I, I was about to say thank you for like a compliment, but then you ended, I can't say thank you when you finish the sentence with my dog died. Well, I'm joking. It didn't really die that day, Thankfully. but you would forget it if it did. Yeah, that's true. Texas, it sounds like Scooter got Manti Teo'd. Yeah. Yep, yep. Texas podcaster here 
Scoots does know they make vapes for him. Oh, this is, I think, KFC podcaster. They, Scoops does know they make vapes for him, doesn't he? He can sit in the sports book and rip those things to oblivion and be right where he wants to be. Problem solved. Well, it doesn't matter. Sports books have sporking, smoking sections anyway. At least the one over here does. Okay. I don't know about the new Derby City one, but one right at the corner from here, it's, it's, there's two, two halves. One half is non-smoking, one half is smoking. Texas they both says, have bars and everything, yeah. Texas, the Top Gun rip was close. It wasn't North Korea. It was China. And then sends a, a link. Oh, well. I do kind of remember this now where they showed it. There also was like a news uh, station here. Maybe it was like NBC News, ABC News that showed what they, they were saying was a, an explosion. And it wasn't, I don't think it was the Ukraine-Russian war, but it was like, a, and it was actually a clip from, from like, a, uh, like a, a movie about the Gulf War t- 20 years ago. I was like, come on, guys. <laughs> Texas, Scoots definitely sent that, that uh, Middle Eastern man a, <laughs> a Oh, I a know TV. he did. He's, he's, he's telling No, he didn't. I'm, uh, whatever. He didn't Scoot, send any pics. Scoots denied. I'm... I got I got five bucks says right now. I want to see your te- I want to see your text thread, Scoot. Send me a send me a screenshot of the text thread. I I mean I don't want to want to see that, but I, I know there's a picture in there. Texture says Fermi paradox, and then sends a link to a YouTube channel and says this is actually amazing and explains a lot of high concept things in simple and entertaining ways. Well, I'm gonna check that out. I like very <laughs> smart things being explained to me, a dumb person, in a very dumb way. I just watched the the, the Chinese video. <laughs> it's Top Gun. Texas says, my scientific expertise, which means absolutely none, thinks the Fermi paradox seems silly. Even if there is one intelligent species per universe, it's not like humans have found a way to make ourselves known. Why would we expect to see the others? I mean, didn't we send out videos and stuff? The, the first video ever sent into space, I think, is a, a Hitler video. <laughs> really? That's, that's yeah. the first impression? The Germans sent it out to, yeah, the, the first, that's why they haven't contacted us. They're a little scared. I mean, are you saying aliens are Jewish? <laughs> I'm saying, I mean, anybody would be intimidated by... What we sent in space with him. I mean, actually, I would think the opposite. You see a little dude with a, like a half a mustache, you'd be like, this dude's not intimidating. And just step on This him. is the best they got? This is the best they got. Really? This is this is the, this is the, what, what they're offering? We'll take over this planet by noon. Now, we were going to make a left here at the you know Jupiter. Let's go right now. Scoots does say, uh, last text we can get to today, want the smoke with $500, Trev. What? I hope that he didn't send a picture. <laughs> Or are you trying to ask me for 500 bucks for a picture? Go through his phone. What are you trying to do here, Scoots? <laughs> you think I'm going to send you $500 just because you're being nice to me? <laughs> uh, we've got we've got uh, UVL Volleyball tonight, 7 o'clock. We do have, by the way, I was wrong. Jeff Rom coach's show was postponed this week until Wednesday. It is typically going to be Tuesdays this year. But tonight on 970 WGTK, the Jeff Brom radio show, which will be held at the Roosters in Fern Creek, will go on from 7 to 8. And then at 8 o'clock, Louisville Volleyball, Hosting UK at yeah. the KFC Yum Center. If you can't make it out, I believe ESPN's got the TV coverage tonight. It's a big night. You know, this game last year was on national TV. It drew such high ratings that it, it encouraged and convinced the ESPN brass to put more volleyball so, on its networks. You have a ESPN one or two? Do you know off the top of your head? I believe it's ESPN one. I believe okay. it's on the the, the the big the big show. I'll be putting it on the. Uh, had to have watched it on mute, but I'll be having it on uh, on uh, during the basket game here. Yeah, because last year it was as well. It was the first ever regular season game that was on ESPN. It's going down tonight. Cards are number two in the country. Cats are number 21 in the country. Do Danny Busboom Kelly and company pull off a third straight victory in the Battle of the Bluegrass? And how many sets does it take? They're going to make them some three in a row. Oh, you know. (laughs) I love it. They're gonna do to them like like that skincare operator in in, in L.A. living was gonna do to Scoots' bank account. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the cards in four sets. I think it went five last year in Lexington. I think it goes four tonight. 
So maybe a few dicey moments, but in the end, the superior athletic program and the superior team prevail. Cards topple cats. Tail as old as time. Suck it, UK. Let's get it done. Enjoy the volleyball tonight. Everyone have a fantastic Wednesday. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow, sharp at 3 o'clock. Go Cards. Beat the Cats.